You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about every week. It's your boy Jordan with... Yo, yo, yo. It's Michael. Okay, are you doing that because it's a Black Panther week? Yup. Because it's racist. <laughs> totally it's not racist. racist if it's coming from me. Completely inappropriate way to begin this. Hey, yo, this. what up, dogs? Uh, Out there in Blur Vision land. We're doing <laughs> our best because we can. It's Michael and Jordan... And we're going to have some fun in his den. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> T'Challa and Mufasa are like shaking their heads somewhere. You're such a hater. <laughs> if it was good, I wouldn't hate anyway. Hating on my rap skills. But yes, this is Black Panther Because I'm using week. them to pay the bills. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's here, Michael. It's Black Panther week, bro. Black week. Yes. Yeah. It's the blackest week. Very blackest. The celebration. Yeah. The celebration, bitches. Ha ha. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, man. We're gonna be talking about Black Panther this week. We're talking about Black Lightning. Unfortunately, Legends of the Tomorrow <laughs> that came back this week since the other CW shows are on break. I mean, it wasn't bad, wasn't it? Eh, it's better than the Flash. <laughs> I don't even no. I don't even. I wouldn't even say that. But no, I, yeah, no. I think so. All Constantine right. gave us some light. Yeah. All right. But we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Uh, in the room in our anime section. That's not really anime section anymore. It's the Dragon Ball Super section. Yeah. Until it's we're, over. Yeah, we're gonna be talking about Dragon Ball Super. But I'm watch. I'm like, I need something else to watch because I'm sick of this shit. Did you watch the new uh, Junji Ito collection? There's new episodes. Yeah, no, I told you. I was like, I'm bored by this. I don't want to go back. I'm too much of a horror junkie. And, I'm, and I want it to be good, so I keep watching just in case. Was it good? Yeah. Okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're talking about news of the week as per usual, Michael. But before we get into all that, we have iTunes reviews. And actually, before I get into iTunes reviews, I just want to just update everybody on my life situation. I don't know if you follow me on Instagram. I'm sure majority of you do. But my cat Neko passed away. My baby, my best friend. Um, I don't even know. I'm, this week has been like I had a lot of th- things I wanted to do this week. Like I wanted to get it set up for our YouTube thing, and you know I wanted to actually have Joe and Glenn, our past iTunes raffle co-hosts winners, I wanted to have them back on and have like a uh, little Black Panther discussion. I'm mean, gonna have that later, but I wanted to have on this week. But after the thing with Neko and I don't know I've been kind of in a hole I'm looking like a bum right now because I'm just like <laughs> I've I basically curled into a ball the past week I'm just I'm just really fucked I up gonna, <laughs> uh, I was gonna say isn't that how you normally <laughs> that hurts Mike <laughs> but yeah you kick a man while he's down that's this is why we're friends <laughs> it, it is it is it's love but I mean I already gave you my condolences off the air so yeah 
<laughs> but, you, I, but you stabbed me and in the I chest. You a, and I gave you a hug. And I gave you a hug as soon as I walked in the door. Okay. All right. Thank you. <laughs> but we need some like wine or some some Hennessy. Oh no, it's Black Week. Hennessy. <laughs> pour it out for the pour, homies. Yeah, ain't pour, here no more. Pour it out for Neko. Yeah. Ironically, he died right before Black Panther came out on Thursday, so he didn't he didn't make it to see Black Panther. He didn't get to see his king, but I'm sure somewhere he was smiling down on T'Challa because that go. movie was it was it was great. He's he's looking over you right now. Yeah. <laughs> like Mufasa you are, that's what I was gonna say you are my son and the one true king this is really confusing Neko I don't get it <laughs> but yeah shout out to Neko just Rest like T'Chaka said he said to uh, T'Challa to, to when he was crying over his father stand up you're king now so stand up Jordan you're king now Neko Neko's gone you're king this analogy fell apart <laughs> no. your metaphor fell apart at the end no <laughs> He was the king before. Is, he was the king Neko when he was king? here. He was the king when he was here. Okay, but now I'm the king. Now you're the king. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, I got it. <laughs> all right, let's get into iTunes reviews. Uh, we got a bunch uh, announced on my Instagram account that you know 175. We're gonna have another iTunes raffle giveaway for a co-host. Maybe if we have a winner in time, we'll say, have one on the. Uh, let's, we, let's get some women reviews. Let's get a yeah, word. That'd be nice. We've had two guys so far. Yeah. Let's mix it up. But uh, yeah, let's start with the first review from Flaza Dude. It's a re-review, five-star review. Uh, he says, I'm a fan of Jordan. We're starting off yeah, with a good fuck, food. Yeah, fuck, fuck, fuck that guy. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> How many times you kick me in the pocket? <laughs> How many times? <laughs> Stop, he's already many, dead. Many, many times. <laughs> uh, don't worry, Jordan. You still have fans. Uh, <laughs> he put the S in parenthesis. Fan. Maybe? Uh, just like to start off by saying that Dragon Ball Super for the last seven or so episodes has been greatish. That is Whoa, for its wait, wait, wait. Are we watching the same episode? Right? He says that is for its Dragon Ball Super standards, anyways. So he qualifies. Okay, right? okay. I agree with him. I'll, I'll take that. I agree with him. Uh, I honestly don't understand the Jatendra backstory. Like, are they trying to make him seem like a good guy or Jatendra. a bad guy? Maybe I think he means Jiren. I think it was just oh. some spell check error. Um. Yeah, they're not. They haven't really done a good job of characterizing Jiren so far. I don't think they haven't. He's really. It's really confusing. Yeah, I feel like they now because now he's just a pure dick. Yeah, all of a sudden, just out the blue. Like, <laughs> even during the first fight when he first fought Goku, there was none. There was none of that. Now it's just he's just he's an asshole basically. Now it's like you want him to lose. They just give him random villain dialogue. <laughs> Basically, it's like it's just like it's just like um, an action figure where you pull the string and it's like insert random like villainous phrase now here. We need a reason why to hate you. <laughs> yeah. Um. He goes on to say, and freezes and got knocked the fuck out. Yes, he did. <laughs> Anyways, am I wrong to say that the CW shows after the mid-season premiere have been mediocre? No, you're not. Supergirl well, the Flash has been mediocre since the beginning of this season <laughs> okay that's right I agree with that uh, Supergirl has kind of slowed down The Flash has been disappointing and Dinah has been dragging Arrow all facts yeah maybe Legends will actually be good well this last episode of Supergirl picked up the one the, before they went on hiatus um yeah I guess the one with uh Purity I feel like we're in the minority about our Supergirl opinions which is a shame I think so too yeah uh, and lastly, I once again recommend watching or reading One Piece. It's never gonna happen, bro. <laughs> Maybe one day when I'm old and I have nothing to do. Or... Yeah, somebody hit me up. It was like, 
are you guys ever going to review the Punisher? I'm like, at this point, no. <laughs> I mean, I mean to be honest, our our review of those first two episodes, it was kind of qualified for my thoughts the entire series. I liked the whole thing. Yeah, me too. So like, I feel like, like you can just extrapolate. Yeah, uh, uh, episode by episode. I'm like, yeah, it's, no. <laughs> Maybe when we have a slow week, we're just like, Listen, we're bored. Let's, let's watch Punisher no. again. No. I, Punisher is sad. I don't want to experience <laughs> that again. <laughs> I don't either. Yeah. Uh, back to Plaza, dude. Uh, goes on to say, "Oh, <laughs> uh, once again, recommend watching and reading One Piece. I don't think you'd regret it, Jordan." So I went into that tangent. And he was like, "I don't think you'd regret it, bro." But I don't know, man. It's a lot of, it's a lot of fucking, it's a lot of One Piece. <laughs> P.S. If you do a album review on Black Panther soundtrack, <laughs> I mean, might- we did, we did already. An album review? We talked, we talked about the soundtrack last week. And we were saying it was a, like a generic hip hop album. Oh, maybe he wants like a really in depth review. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna go, uh, so we're gonna drum, go song by the, song. The drums on this track. <laughs> you might transform into baby prediction head, Jordan, since you said album reviews would soon happen a few weeks ago. <laughs> Not no kid prediction head. And actually, no, I've graduated kid prediction head. No, no, you're still you're still events. baby you're still baby prediction boy. We'll talk about when we get to Black Panther. You need to get at least three to to at ev- least. Yes, you need to get at least three to evolve to your new level of Pokemon. What the fuck? Bullshit rules. <laughs> All right, next review comes from D-Man B. It's a five-star review, and the subject is blurred. I've been listening since the Force Awakens review on SoundCloud, and I don't regret it. Oh, man, that's that's, that's the beginning. Uh, like, dude, this is always a highlight of my week. Force Awakens. Force Awakens. That's that's like episode zero. I was going to say, was I here? No. Oh, <laughs> I don't care then. Wow. <laughs> what <a dick. laughs> Like, dude, this is always a highlight of my week, and I don't think I could thank you enough for all you've inspired me to do. Oh, you're welcome, dude. That's awesome. Including going as Flint Cole from Ruby to Katsukan as my first cosplay, and Luke Cage as my second. Awesome, man. Cool. Uh, this simple podcast has honestly had an effect on my life, and I can't thank you three oh, enough for it. <laughs> Just the two of us. <laughs> we can make it if we try. <laughs> uh, so thanks. No, no, thank you, D-Man B. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, reviews like that is what keeps me going. Uh, next review comes from Coolant183728. He's a robot, and it's a five-star review. The subject is Yee. I follow you on Instagram and I like you account. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's all he said? That's all he said. <laughs> okay. That's all he needs to say. Thank you for following me on Instagram and liking my account. Uh, next review comes from Sam the Man X93. It's a five star review and the subject is I've been leaving reviews. Uh, iTunes strikes again. Ugh. I've left like five different reviews and they never came up. They always just disappear. I love your podcast, guys. I want to be on the podcast so bad. And he puts a bunch of like, like in pain emojis. Like, ah. What's his name again? Sam the Man. So Sam maybe the Sam man. the Man will be uh, the next winner. Sam the Man. You got to keep trying. Do the best you can. And one day you'll try and you'll get the review because you can be Blurred Vision too. <laughs> <laughs> you say that at the end, but I don't like you. <laughs> you need to stop. Your career is over. My skills are on point. You need to retire before you start. This is Black Week. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uh, I could have been on a greatest showman. No, you couldn't have. The <laughs> next review comes from Me Immaculate. It's a five-star review, and the subject is Welcome to Season 4. Uh, I've listened to every episode, and I'll admit that Jordan Jamie Michael is my favorite iteration. But 
I am interested to see what the future may hold. So he's with us to the end of the line, Bucky. <laughs> Alright. Uh, maybe you guys should consider a weekly guest host until you fill the third spot. Well, we are six reviews away from having another co-host in the podcast. So, you know, we'll, we'll experiment. Maybe we'll have Chris from Uncanny Comic Quest following on here since he hasn't had an episode in a while. We'll have like a little crossover kind of episode. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Got to check. We got, yeah, that'd be a little difficult since he's in California. Yeah, three I don't hour, like Skype episodes. Yeah, three, three, hour, three hour time difference. Yeah, that too. Um, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what we'll do with that, though. We'll see where it goes. Next review comes from Moondog90. It's a five-star review, and the subject is shooting my shot. <laughs> hey, guys. This is my second review, and then from the previous podcast, I think I'm going to... I'm a going to start doing it way more, lol. I still love the show, never lets me down. I'm really liking the three to five hour podcast. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, the numbers don't lie. <laughs> Gets me through a lot of days at work or whenever I'm taking a road trip. Speaking of road trip, I know you did a special guest two episodes ago, and I was wondering if it was cool if it came in one episode. Well, you're already yeah, in the you're running. Already, you're already in the running. Yep. Not trying to be weird, but I really would like to meet you guys in person to talk comic books and TV series. Man, we're popular. We need to get like, we need to get that YouTube popping. People want to see us. We do. Yeah. But I need to make sure I shave and... Yeah, I wouldn't want to be seen no, as I look no, right no, now. No pimples. Uh, I look have like a, a fucking... I have a pimple on my forehead right now. I look like Beast. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast style. Uh, not trying to be weird, but blah, 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 blah. You wouldn't even have to spend money. I would plane ticket and everything. Wow, he really wants to see this. I do miss Jamie, though. Yes, I'm a big anime fan, but you guys are holding it down. Thanks, man. Uh, if it's okay, you can get in touch with on IG underscore moon. <laughs> Mo- what's his name? Moon Man? Moon no, Knight? Just, no, just moon. Oh. Underscore, underscore moon. Yo. Yo. Hey, yo, moon. You shot your shot. Uh. Now you're in the blurred vision pot. Yo, yo. You <laughs> say hater. I'm just going to let him run his course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to let him tire you're himself such out. Such a hater. <laughs> Uh, but overall, I love you guys, and I hope this works out. <laughs> oh, that was ominous. Oh, you're right. <laughs> he ended on a really <laughs> ominous note. Thanks, man. Without <laughs> well, Jamie, you guys. Yeah. I hope it works out. <laughs> hope this shit works, man. I don't know. You lost the girl. That yeah, was kind of glue. working so far. <laughs> yeah, where's that other guy that said he wanted to what smell smell Jamie's feet or something? What did he, he say? Was that a thing? <laughs> Remember the guy that left the review? I mean, we have had a couple of Cooper reviews, but I don't know. If, I don't remember anybody talking about spilling somebody's feet. I, I, I'm, I could be making. Yeah, I'm definitely making that part up. But he said some some creeper shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, our next review comes from oh, our fan favorite, Stan Lee Wannabe. It's a five star review, and the subject is hyped. First of all, I'm sorry if I sound like I was insinuating you two had poor chemistry. <laughs> In my last review, I was just voicing my need for a third opinion. Under uh, parenthesis, Jamie. Oh, man, it's no problem to stand. We were just joking. Yeah, I, can, like, I can have another voice. What? This is Tommy. I'm the third opinion on the podcast. <laughs> what did you take before you came over? <laughs> What's going on? I had a bu- it was my sister's birthday today. I had a bunch of cake, so I'm a little hyper. <laughs> like the cake did this to you? Yes. <laughs> Yo, you're like fucking Kevin Hart from Jumanji. <laughs> like the, the cake is your weakness. <laughs> It's like I'm all right. We're good. All right. Maybe maybe it's meant that like, I just I just can't resist kick. Boom. <laughs> so I'm a little hyper right now. Okay. <laughs> Sugar high. Gotcha. But Tommy's not hyper. <laughs> scared, folks. <laughs> For those Your that, face right now. So <laughs> those, I'm afraid. <laughs> Get some help. <laughs> Call some help. <laughs> 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 all right uh st- 
Manly goes on to say, <laughs> I listened every week and went back a few weeks and listened again and heard about Gurlogan. And I would say thank you, Jordan, for introducing me to this anime. Man, I should actually do an anime review for Gurlogan because it's how it many is, episodes is that? Um, the whole series is twenty six, but there's two movies that summarize the entire series. But as a purist of the show, because it is my favorite show of all time, it's my legit my favorite anime of all time. I recommend watching the series and then watching the two movies because they summarize the entire series. But they change the midway point. And they changed the ending in the first and second movie. So they basically changed it. And it's a different ending for both movies. And I love, I love it so much. But uh, Stan goes on to say, um, I've only been watching the first few episodes, but I have a feeling I will enjoy every minute. Yeah, bro, I love it. Also, in my last review, I asked for a way to watch My Hero Academia free, and I've come up with a way to fix that entirely. <laughs> Don't watch it. There are tons of apps where you can read the manga instead for free, and you have a terrible Wi-Fi like me, so you can download the chapters and read them later. I'm now way into my hero, and I started and finished a series called Hellsing, which was quite interesting. It wasn't amazing, but I think you guys might like it. Eh, I've, I'm, I'm lukewarm in Hellsing. Yeah, I don't, don't want to read the manga. Yeah, be, yeah, my be, hero, no. I want to be surprised. Yeah. Even though I was tempted a couple of times. Was in a comic book store or not a comic book store? I was in like Barnes and Noble or whatever, and they had it like plastered all over. No, not Barnes and Noble. What the fuck am I talking about? I was in Midtown Comics, mm. and they had a bunch of the manga, and I was like, I want it. I should get it and not tell Jordan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, wait, is this only seventeen minutes left for this thing? What, what happened? All right, after this, I have to just check this out real quick. Um, but yeah, for my hero, like I, I read the the Attack on the Titan manga. And that spoiled the anime for me, but I still really enjoyed the anime. But I'd only recommend doing that if when the season finishes, you go right into it. That way, by the time the next season of the anime comes up, you've already forgotten like a lot of the details of like, you know, the thing you just read. I think that's the best of both worlds. But at this point, season three is right around the corner. So my, don't. my mind is like a trap. No, it's not. <laughs> I think it's been proven on this podcast that your mind is the opposite of a trap. Whatever. <laughs> Um, let's see. What, how does Stanley finish off this this review? Uh, da, 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 Helsing. Another huge thing I'm crazy hyped for is Black Panther. Hence the title of this review. And I know this is way too long, but just because I thought I should shout out Black Panther because I'm seeing it on Friday, I'm totally hyped. Anyways, just anyways, guys, great job keeping on even though you've been sick and lost a member, lost a member, and definitely you're still going hard harder than ever. Peace. All right, man. Thanks, Stan. Everybody, I feel like we have like condolences. Everybody's like, <laughs> "Yeah, <laughs> keep going, guys. It's okay. You it's lost, okay, guys." Uh, next review comes from, but it's Ad- good. I like it. Yeah, it means we're, we they care about us. The next review comes from Aston J Five. It's a five star review. Subject is love it. I love listening to you guys talk about some of my favorite shows and movies. While I love listening to you talk about some of my favorite shows and movies, I would really appreciate if you guys review Batman Gotham by Gaslight. Oh, it came out. The anime, anime movie? Oh, yeah, it did come out. Wow, your face. Did you not did you not like it? I didn't see it, but I was just like, just looking at the trailer, I was like, mm. Yeah, the trailer's kind of meh, but I mean, I was interested, so I, I will. I mean, it might, it might be good. I don't know. Yeah, we'll talk about it next After week. After that last Harley Quinn, I'm like sour. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm sour about that. that. <laughs> I repressed that memory. You brought it back for me. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, that's, my, that's my job. <laughs> I am watching it as I type this, and I think you guys would make a hilarious and very good review on it. I don't know what that means. 
that means mean, it's bad. That means it's yeah. bad. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, love your oh, show. Boy. Please try to review what he just said sometime soon, and we will ask, and we'll, we'll try to do it next week. Uh, and our last review comes from another fan favorite of the show, aka the Spider Man. It's a five star review, and the subject is Wakanda forever. Hey everyone, just finished watching Black Panther, and I loved it. It's amazing. I'm I'm writing this review in the theater. Wow, people are leaving. <laughs> Anyways, <clears throat> great podcast as usual. Don't have a lot to say this week, so adios, kids. Until next week, adios. He had to talk to us in the, in the theater. Yeah, it, it reads like he was running it frantically. Like <laughs> people are leaving. the The post credit scene is coming up. It's crazy. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, bro. Next from here, you hearing from you, and I'm glad you enjoyed it. And I think we both did, so mm-hmm. I can't wait to get into it. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get into the main event of this week, buddy. Let's get into the blackest Marvel movie to date. <laughs> Let's get into Black Panther. You're telling me that the king of a third world country runs around in a bulletproof cat suit? Why don't you ask him yourself? Because he's right outside. My king. Stop it. The Black Panther lives. A war is coming. That's damn calm. Watch me do my. I hope you're ready, bro. Because I'm just getting started. Let's have some fun. I want your weapons. Your secrets. It's all mine now. Is this your king? This ends today. <laughs> the shrug. <laughs> yep. What's, what do they say? No, that's not, that's not what. This the part where they. Oh, just do the, the shrug. Yeah. When he comes to challenge him. The bop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it almost was like in that scene, like everybody was feeling this some is, dope this music. Is, this is the part where he comes in. They turn around, and he's like, Elsa, Elsa, Elsa. I'm sure what you're doing is very offensive. Please stop. <laughs> just, just stop. <laughs> it's Wakanda. It's all made up. Somewhere, some African person is like, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was terrible. He is butchering my language. What accent is that? <laughs> that was my best African. I don't know. No, that was terrible. <laughs> I'm not good at accents, okay? <laughs> but yes, man. Don't freeze. This is it, man. What are you talking about? I never freeze. Oh, <laughs> so smooth and buttery. <laughs> no, All right, not. bro. But this is it, dude. And let's like, before we even start talking about the movie, let's just talk about the reception. Like, I have never seen so much... <laughs> rejoicing for a movie simultaneously with so much backlash and ignorance and I mean, irrationality i've seen things on twitter where people were like a doing movie with black people of course there's going to be backlash i mean but people are like petty with it i've seen on twitter people like making fake um in like accounts of being attacked at the theater oh i was gonna bring that up in the news, news? Ooh. yeah 
it's petty. It's very petty. <laughs> so we'll save that. We'll yeah. save that. But like, it's it's people want to say that the movie's not a movement, and I don't know if I would define the movie as a movement. It's definitely a milestone, but I don't know about a movement. But when there's things like this. It's definitely monumentous. It could, it could be a movement. <laughs> it could be. Depending on what happens after this. If it does affect change. If it does. Yes. Because people, because I've been hearing that, oh, uh, like, because, you know, this movie and then be, it being part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, will this be a portal for things in the future? And, I'm, and part of me is a little pessimistic because I'm Same. like, yeah, you'll get Black Panther too, but will we get another Movie like like when will be the next outside of Black Panther? Will we get when movies, will we get another movie like this? Will we, and then even that, will it? What about movies that will that will have to take a chance on, like like lesser known black superheroes, like static, like a static yeah. movie? Because this isn't the first time, not even just a black superhero, but I'm talking about black movies. Period. This isn't the first time a black movie has done good at the box office and had you know Girl's Trip, Girl's Trip, or even going back, uh, black exploitation saved Hollywood in the seventies. Because Hollywood was actually going bankrupt, but then, the, but then, the, <laughs> but then the black exploitation movie, black black exploitation movies came out and it saved Hollywood. But then after the seventies, it's like those movies disappeared. Mm-hmm. You got waiting to exhale. That movie did a, a shit ton of numbers. It's so unusual too, because like the executives don't think that people want to see these movies, but yet when they make the movies, it destroys the box office. It does, and then you never see them again. But let's talk about that. We had made some uh, box office predictions, and I will admit that I I even said in the when we were talking about it, I'm like I don't know box office numbers, <laughs> but I lowballed Black Panther. I was like, eh, maybe yeah, you, you know better than Wonder Woman, but not as good as what I say BVS. Uh huh. What's what? And I assume you're gonna talk about this in news. But yes, I am. It's higher than BVS. Oh, it's, it made double Justice League. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> 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 so I mean these are just opening weekend numbers and they're also not completely in yet because it's Sunday right now uh-huh. but just you know just looking at it for what it is right now it's like that's amazing but yes it's higher than BVS like I made a meme like the two most iconic superheroes together in the first live action movie ever could not top the king of Wakanda nope that's crazy and this I, is all off the back of Civil War mind you one appearance this is him standing up on the throne I don't care <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, this is a big movie. And I think a lot of people were expecting us to, you know. But yeah, people were dressing up and like coming to him. And even that, like people being petty about that, like why are people, oh, why like people, yeah, up? people, people getting ups and not, not even that, but people getting upset talking about why are they dressing up for this movie and all this other stuff. Meanwhile, when it's Star Wars, people showing up in fucking Jedi uh, roles. That's so. all I mean. Where it was like, meanwhile, if it's people dressing up as Yoda, but I... But, <laughs> but black people can't wear dashikis and shit for, to see coming to America. I mean, coming to America. Basically. Cause we, yeah, basically, because people, people are dressed as coming to America characters as well. Yeah. But I'm like, shut the fuck up, which petty ass people. <laughs> but I mean, that just goes to show you. I mean, like, I think the hate is kind of representative of like the, how big this movement the movie hate is. is real yeah like you know you don't know you're you haven't made it until you've got hate right yeah, so that I was mean, this movie I, I saw this video that, <laughs> i saw this video of this guy on youtube his name is ben shapiro he's like a big conservative and he's okay. like people people are talking about this black panther movie and this is the type of thing that i hate about liberals and identity politics they're like this movie is the most important thing to ever happen to black people what about them getting freed from slavery that Whoa. wasn't important what about the civil rights movement that wasn't important no black panther is what's the most i'm I like, like people use hyperbole fuck? i'm like who, like, the, fuck, the, fuck out who the fuck is first of all who Who's the fuck saying is saying that, that? exactly <laughs> like, like i said hyperbole like who the fuck is saying that shit i was like i can't 
But same thing with like I mean, and there I've are seen, a lot of people that listen to him, so they're like, right, fuck yeah, man, oh, dude. I've seen even my own page. I've seen so much ignorance on my own my own Instagram page, like a lot. Oh yeah, <laughs> the point where I've seen why people, are people so hyped about this movie? You aren't hyped about Blade. First of all, I've like, seen the, I've back, seen that like, comment. They got people going back like 15, 20 yeah, years. Yeah, I'm like Blade was 1998, bro. I'm like, and that's right there, that should be like, oh wait, the last movie people could be hyped for that's a black superhero movie was Blade, huh? But you don't think about that. Yeah, so that even goes to my point. It's like, yeah, we'll get Black Panther too, but it's like, when's the next? What, are we gonna get a Captain Marvel like Monica Rambeau movie? Are we gonna get a Static Shock? Are we gonna get a we'll Riri Williams? Hope. But I'm just saying, like. I don't know. I've seen things online. People talking about like, why is big this racial? Like the movie itself is racial. Racial. Yes, it's very. And I'm, and I'm glad that Black Panther made it a point to incorporate that into its plot, mm-hmm. and in a very poignant way, through its villain. Yes. Of all things, the pessimistic side of me want to be like, oh, we're so he's the villain. He has those fucking like thoughts, like the, you know our mainstream. Social, but not even just that, the fact that it takes thoughts. place in Africa and it's an uncolonized part of Africa, that right there is makes it very black. What, Black Panther? Like Wakanda? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, I think what is more... They're, they're trying to resonate with the American black audience. Mm-hmm. So we can't really relate to yeah, the a, a fantasy yeah. African country, but they at least gr- they grounded it with actual black social issues. And I, I'm, I'm glad they did it. Like I said, the pessimistic part of me was like, oh, okay, he's the villain, and he's like, you know, he's saying that shit, okay, all right. But, you know, I'm just, that's just the pessimistic side of me. What's more important is that the issue's out there, and they cast a very sympathetic light on the villain, too. That's why I think it, like, just two thumbs up in my book. And plus, the best villains are usually the ones that think they're doing the right thing. And how brilliant is it that we also think that at least what his intentions are are the right thing and then not only that but villains the best villains are usually the ones that also not only think they're doing the right thing but they also change the hero mm-hmm. deeply and fundamentally mm-hmm. and not just oh he's evil let's take him out and then nothing changes mm-hmm. like the status quo nothing changes we're giving reviews before we can get into our own reviews for those that don't know the racism here on Blurred Vision I'm gonna drop it here we here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system goes from poor vision to perfect vision in the middle there's passable and then you have less than passable and more than passable thank you catch up on um let's just give a quick non-spoilery review like each of us and then we'll jump right into spoilers and just talk about some of our favorite moments some of our things that we like some of the things we didn't like so michael black panther how'd you feel about it? your black cars on the line buddy <laughs> yo yo I'm about to stop. Talk. <laughs> You're already gonna get marks off. <laughs> you messed up my rap. No, I didn't. I saved you. <laughs> I saved you from trying. Digimon, digital monster. Since <laughs> I lost my train of thought, that's kind of a rap. But Black Panther, my number one most anticipated movie of 2018. That's right. 2017 was Thor Ragnarok. 2018 is Black Panther. So. How did I feel about Black Panther? I didn't go. I was ex- obviously, like I said, number one anticipated movie. I was ready. The week of, I was like, it's finally here. It's so close, but it's so far. I didn't have my dashiki, but I had my Black Panther shirt. I had my necklace. I had my hat. I had Black Panther socks on. I was, I was Black Panther. All my Black Peril, Black Panther apparel. I had it all. <laughs> I had Avengers underwear. I was ready. Okay. Uh. The movie 
from the opening, like even the way when he was telling the story, uh, Michael B. Jordan's younger self, Baba, tell me about, tell me a story. Mm-hmm. What story? Tell me of home. Yes. Why am I giving him an accent? He had, he was American. <laughs> yeah, wait. <laughs> I was with you too. I was just like, wait a second. But yeah, just just the way it opened, like I I enjoyed seeing that the animation style of the exposition of uh, Wakanda because it was more it was more about showing us instead of just telling us. And I yeah. usually I like that. Like I always say, even with the Flash, like don't tell me, show me. So I think Wonder Woman did something similar. Yeah, they did. They did do something similar. Uh, I'm I, glad though it was. But I like that. it was uh, Michael B. Jordan that was getting the story told to, and not T'Challa. Yeah, like a young T'Challa. Or something. And a couple, a couple people didn't get that at first, because even I didn't, get, even I didn't get that when it first happened. Like I, because I saw the movie twice. Okay. And so the second time, I was like, oh, that's Michael B. Jordan. That's Killmonger. Oh, you didn't get that? I didn't. I didn't know that the first time. Ah, for once, the stupidest Avenger. <laughs> he knew <Yeah>. something. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> But yeah, but overall, like that opening moment, that just told me like this movie is going to be gorgeous. Mm. And it didn't disappoint me in terms of how it looked. Like the cost, like I, I said, if Ruth Carter, who's the costume designer, she doesn't get nominated for an Oscar, I'm be up, I'm be a little upset. Yeah, she did a great job. Like it's vibrant, beautiful it's costumes. It's very, and very colorful. Like, and the, the whole movie is like filled with like blacks and purples, which is like my favorite color scheme. Color scheme. Yeah, a great like, blend of like African tribal design with like, sci-fi and fantasy kind of yeah so like like i said i thought the movie looked gorgeous the actors were all on point oh yeah the cast strong yeah very strong why did i pull you the the force (laughs) (laughs) what's happening to me i'm I'm winning (laughs) it's like the symbiote (laughs) and even that accents like none of nobody's accent felt fake to me except for angela bassett hers is hers is the only one where i was like yeah, I could tell she's she putting, not talk enough. I could tell she's for not me to even notice. I, like, I could tell. I'm like I could tell she's putting on an accent. Huh, okay. She's the, but it wasn't it wasn't like jarring. But it was like I was like yeah she's the only one she's the weakest one in terms of the accents. But I mean accents are hard. Yeah. Well uh yeah the cat the cast was great. I I I loved the overall plot and how black this movie was. I get what you mean, but <laughs> yeah, I'll get into I, I, it. I understand what you're saying. I'll get into it later. But uh, as much as I enjoyed the movie, like I say, I thought the movie was great and I liked it a lot, but I didn't love it. Like I thought a lot of the fight choreography was not poorly done, but it could have been better. Like I'll say the fight, the fighting in Civil War was better than the fighting in this one. Like oh when, fuck yeah! By a lot, like even the opening, even even the opening fight moment, it was like super dark, and there was way too much shaky cam. And by Panther, and yeah, the opening uh, moment when he jumped out the plane and oh oh the one that's in the trailer, yeah, the one that's in the trailer. Okay. He threw the little things in the cars. Don't freeze that moment mm, where like he's attacking the guys with the truck and they yeah, have a light slot shining in his face and shit. So I, I I thought that was not I don't want to say poorly done but it wasn't it wasn't that yeah uh, that shaky cam I didn't I didn't like that and also like just the overall action period like I didn't feel it as much and and I, I keep comparing it to like Winter Soldier and Civil War it's more so Winter Soldier because that's the closest in terms of the genre of this movie I didn't feel it as much so because of that. 
I didn't I didn't necessarily love it, but I still like the movie a lot. So yeah. overall, I'll give this movie a high more than passable. High more than passable. A high more than passable. <laughs> it's funny because we had a little bit of a debate about what our ratings are. Yeah, we did. This. We did. <laughs> we did. So you're gonna set it with a high more than passable. I'm gonna set it with a high more than passable. Okay. 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 All right. So for me, um, I love this movie. I mean. Oh, you love you love it now. Well, I do love it. I love what it represents. Like, yeah, let me qualify that. Because <laughs> I'm like, that's not what you said. <laughs> no, 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 I said you said I want to save exactly how I phrased what I what I said to you for the end. I'm gonna bury the lead on this, but I do love it because I love what it represents. Mm-hmm. I love that this is the first mainstream black superhero with an basically all black cast and it's a like blockbuster like budget and a blockbuster like budget that created so much buzz and like goodwill online i've seen so many like you know cosplays and kids like looking up to black panther and like just talking about i saw an interview with chuck bozeman how he was like deeply affected by um two kids that had cancer that were just holding on to see this movie yeah they ended up dying Mm -hmm. yeah he almost had a breakdown like during the interview like Mm -hmm. This shit, this shit, like it matters, like and that's what kills me when I see stuff online about people saying that it doesn't. <laughs> and I come to me when people say representation doesn't matter, they're usually speaking from a place of like privilege where they don't need oh, to see course. themselves. Of in the course, because they see themselves in everything. Of course, yeah. Um. So yeah, I love this movie for a lot of reasons, and I love that. I think, for the majority, it met the hype. Like the the I think a movie like BVS. You know, it's got a, it had a very big block, like a very big opening weekend, but just word of mouth after the fact goes to show you that, like, yeah, it might have done well, but everybody was talking about how much they hated it. Basically, Mm -hmm. it was like a bunch of negative press after that movie. Yeah. But with this one, it's mostly all positive. Um, speaking of positives, I'm going to just get right into like Killmonger. He's not as great as people were describing, people were like comparing him to like the Dark Knight and uh, Heath Ledger's Joker. He's not that level. I don't even think he's as charismatic as Loki. So nah, if, I think he's better than Loki. You could argue that he's better than Loki, but I'm saying in terms of charisma, I don't think he's more charism- charismatic. No, he's no, not more charismatic. Yeah. But that's, Tom but in terms that's of, a Tom Hiddleston versus Michael B. Jordan thing. But you're talking about the Killmonger as a written character. Yeah. Yes, I will agree with that. I think he is hands down the most well-written MCU character to date, just because we all kind of already kind of talked about, and we'll get more into when we get into spoilers. But uh, his ideology is very much in line with what the mainstream social justice kind of issues and beliefs are. Like it's very much in line with what we think is justice, up until a certain extent. Then he goes into full villainy territory. <laughs> but for a certain for a certain amount of time, you're rocking with Killmonger's like his, mm-hmm. like how he's his, uh, his thoughts are. It's like yeah, yeah bro. You're right. Priest the child. <laughs> Tell yeah, that motherfucker I, I what's agree. up. I agree. And it was like, you're sitting there, you're going like, fuck, I really agree with the villain right now. <laughs> and I think that's why um, the like the villain in this movie is so strong. And especially for an MCU movie, like, I can't, I don't think I can compare him to anybody, but except maybe uh, Michael Keaton's Vulture, but only in terms of how strong a performance Keaton gave. Not in terms. Yeah, of, that was more so about Michael Keaton than yeah, how the Vulture was written. But not yeah, not how it was written. I mean, especially they gave him genuinely sympathetic moments as Killmonger, like genuinely. I think the Killmonger moments were actually my favorite moments of the entire movie. And that's saying something. Um, 
But Chadwick Boseman, fucking phenomenal. Uh, he's kind of outshined by some of the female cast surrounding him because they're fucking also phenomenal and do some things that end up feeling more grounded, realistic, and for me, badass because it feels real. And that kind of goes back into what you were saying about I got to echo you with the CGI and the fight choreography. And a lot of it because of Black Panther being in a giant CGI suit for most of it. It's weird because mm-hmm. they have a real suit. Yeah, because I was going to say, even, even, but even in Winter Soldier, like it didn't seem as CGI. It was more practical. Yeah, A lot of the f- big action moments in this were 100% CGI. Mm-hmm. So I feel like all the really big Black Panther set pieces were just so CGI that they felt weightless and it didn't feel as, I think how you're trying to phrase this is like impactful. Yeah. Vis- like visceral. Yeah. Because Winter Soldier, like it feels like when Bucky's knife comes down, yeah, it's a lot of edits in the Winter Soldier and Mar- MCU in general, but when his knife comes down and is like trying to cut Steve Rogers and it goes into that, that uh, car behind him and cuts through the car as it's trying to get Steve, it's like, oh shit! Like, you, you can feel it. Or even, even like, there, War, or even like there's a moment at the end of this movie like it reminds me of Spider-Man 3, which is like the worst Spider-Man movie. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The falling. Yeah. Yeah, it's in the tra- that's in the trailer. Where like, uh, is that in the trailer? Okay, so yeah, when Killmonger and, uh, and Black Panther are and Black Panther are fighting and they're falling down the, the mountain, it looks it's, it's, it's exactly fine. like Spider Man Three. It's exactly Spider Man Three. Yeah, with Spider Man and Venom are fighting. You're exactly you're right, hundred percent. Um, but it's I don't know it's because of those big moments all being CGI and because they felt weightless. I felt like honestly, I was more like fuck yes to an Okoye moment than I was to a T'Challa moment. And that's kind of like walking out of it like, damn, like I didn't have like the epic, like fuck yeah, it was badass moment for T'Challa. Yeah, I was, I was watching, as, as I was watching the movie, like I said, I saw it twice. I was going to see it uh, again this morning. But I couldn't I, see it a second time. I couldn't find any fucking screens that were open. It's because you don't know, <laughs> you don't have my skills. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go again this morning. Like I got a ticket to go see it at 9.15. Then I was like, I don't feel like waking up, so I cancel my ticket. <laughs> wow. Wow. I could be mine. <laughs> you bitch. But uh, I was going to say, like, I feel like for the movie to be called Black Panther and to be about Black Panther, and this isn't a, a, a slight on Chadwick Boseman no, or the character great. at all, but he's the, he was the least interesting character of the movie. It's just how the plot But not in like a bad, not in like a bad way. It's just because I was more invested in the other characters mm. that I was like, not that I didn't care, but I wasn't as invested in him as I was in the other characters. I get, I get what you're saying completely. It's not that he was bad. It's just that other people were better. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not even on the acting standpoint, because in terms no. of acting, like, they all brought their A game. I'm just talking yeah, about everybody. in terms of, like, the writing and how the character... W- it was just the nature of the plot and how yeah. they set up the story. But, I mean, and that's kind of, like... Now I'm going to still talk positives. Um, <laughs> Shuri... And uh, Okoye, like I just mentioned. Those are my two favorites. Fucking phenomenal. Yeah, those Shuri, are my two favorites. I think is... Actually, it's hard. Okoye and Shuri, I think they both stole the show. That's why <laughs> I said those are my two favorites. Yeah. Um, Nakia. Uh, what's her name? Lupita Na- Young. Nakia. Nakia. Lupita Young's character. Um, I mean, I guess that he needed a love... I don't know. Did he even need a love interest, really? I thought that no, was kind of No, he weird. didn't. But she was good, though. For like what they had her do, and I like seeing all these strong badass, you know, women of color being fucking badasses. Funny enough, <laughs> that's she's, very. That's, actually, has it ever happened in the MCU? And the MCU, no, we've never there had. Are none. The, no, there are no black women in yeah. the MCU. 
So like this is great for like little. Or little, not to say there's no black women because I mean, what's her face was in a uh, civil war. Uh, who? Alfre Woodard, but she was like a minor role. No, I mean like a hero. No, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. In terms of heroes, this is the first movie where there's black women. So seeing heroes. those three together and being and then badasses. Captain Marvel will be the second. Well, we don't know if she's, we don't know if she's going to be Mon. Even if she is Monica, we don't know if she's going to have her powers. So yeah, but just seeing them three being like I don't. I don't think when a, if I were to rewrite this movie, I feel like she, they didn't need her character, but I do feel like she fucking brought it. Well, no, I like she her character, great. but they didn't necessarily need her as a love interest. Or that. But I feel like, how would you work her in if she's not a love interest? Just a random girl? Just she's a spy. Child friend? She's still a spy. The Black Widow version of yeah. Wakanda? Yeah. Okay, that'd, be, that'd work. I just felt like, of all the characters, she was like the most like, eh, whatever. But I liked her. Um... But ultimately, I, I, those are all my positives. Are there anything else I want to talk about that was positive? Um, yeah. But in terms of cons, like you said, the CGI, the fight choreography, which really was disappointing because I, I really wanted... I was hoping the trailers didn't show me everything cool, and it kind of did. Like every cool or like somewhat cool moment in the movie was shown as a highlight in the trailer. Every single one. So it was like, damn. And, and then because of the third act, I think, is the weakest part of the movie. Kind of like Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. But I don't think as bad as Wonder Woman. I don't know. Overall, I like Black Panther more than Wonder Woman, but I, I don't... Well, I'm, I'm not comparing overall. I'm just talking about the third act because the third act was my complaint about Wonder Woman too. But I think this, even though I have the same complaints about the third act, I think this third act was still a little bit. I don't know. I think the fight because it was more because because Wonder Woman, it was all just the CGI fuck fest between her and uh, Ares. But at least you still had oh the the B fight. Yeah, like the B the, the A fight between Killmonger and then the Dora Milaje and uh, uh, Wakabi's people. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, okay. Cuz they both had a, they both also had a comparable emotional moment in the climax. So, yeah, I'll give it that to you cuz at least they had the 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 variety. And Wonder Woman was just all like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> um, but I it was the the fact that it ultimately was like James Bond meets Lion King, but it was at least for me predictable. Like every moment in the movie that was a major plot beat I saw coming a mile away I can't really talk about exactly what that is without talking about spoilers so we'll get into that in a second but like I'm, I'm not one to look for these things in movies but it just I felt like it was missing because you've been hanging around me yeah right I'm, <laughs> I'm getting your prediction powers <laughs> they're rubbing off <laughs> I just felt like there was nothing shocking su- shocking surprising nothing that made me sit up in my chair and go fuck yes and I felt like Creed had moments like that which is another Mike another what's his name Ryan Coogler Ryan Coogler yeah another that was another that was the right he was directed that too Ryan and that's another thing why that. I was like with the uh with the fight choreography because I'm like because I finally saw Creed and I saw all the Rocky movies it's not necessarily the same people that worked on the fight choreography but I'm saying he directed Creed and that awesome one take boxing match that he had well he also tried to do that in this movie there was a sort of one take scene with the um the 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 casino scene but not really that wasn't it was kind of one take it was it was it not was, a real one but take it was, but it was but very they filmed it, was, it to look but like they, one but take. they but it was also like the shaky cam true i mean true 
weeks, but, but it's like, but like, the boxing scene, it was like, like the camera was like zoned. But you realize the it was like zoned in. Isn't necessarily. Yeah, a I know the director doesn't. The, the, well, the director is never the cinematographer, but the director has this final say, basically. Like, and the fight choreographer, it probably isn't. I think it was a woman that worked with him on Creed. I don't know if it's the same person on Black Panther. I don't know. I don't know. It's just the, fucking fantastic because the fights in Creed felt so visceral. But either way, I'm like, get that same person back. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess my thing. If I ever worked with somebody on a movie and I'm the director and I they were fucking yeah, I mean, fantastic. every movie Ryan Coogler's done, he's had Michael B. Jordan in it. Yeah, I bring them too. Like every single person that was like, successful in that movie, I'm like, you come with me. <laughs> You're now with my partner on every movie. Well, also, we don't know. Marvel's probably like, nope, you got to hire her. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But that was just like I don't know. It just or even just get the fight choreographer from like Winter Soldier or Civil War, like even that, like with the Bucky fight, but it's not even the Bucky the, and uh, Black Panther fight on the rooftop. But like, it's not even just the choreography that I'm talking about. Like there was nothing in Black Panther, and I'm gonna preface this again by saying I really like this movie. I think it was really good. Like you, I just throw the review out here now. I, it's I think it's a, a high more than passable, but it's not perfect vision. And I wanted it to be perfect vision. Yeah, I wanted it to be a perfect vision but too. But I think what's keeping it for perfect vision for me is that it had nothing that hit me and I cried everything, Michael. <laughs> nothing hit me emotionally to the point where it made me feel they should like, have they should have bust out into song. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> That's the easy way to get to me. But even like in Creed, I cried. There were moments like there were not just character based like emotional moments but also within the within the final fight in creed and this is sports for creed but there's a moment where um you know last round michael b jordan as adonis goes down and he's it's the 10 count and then he flashes back and this is a callback to something earlier in the movie where he used to like, he basically grew up watching old videos of apollo and his fights he he has a flashback. He's you know it's a normal thing when you start seeing everybody that's trained you hear rocky hear your girlfriend hear your mom but then what finally snaps him out of that 10 count is he sees a flash of Apollo Creed and he goes <gasps> and he stands up and like and then the Rocky theme kicks in and I got chills just now <laughs> and it was just it was just so emotional that I got tears in that moment when I was watching that movie and it wasn't like the, and it wasn't an action beat that was never a thing in this movie and I and even and just throw it in the superhero movies one woman had that for me with a no man's land scene uh-huh. there was nothing like that in black panther and i and for it to be a movie that did tackle black issues i wanted it to resonate that way with me and i wanted it to have a moment well, kind of like black lightning <laughs> of all things <laughs> that, that song of black lightning this is for the hood blood lightning's back like if something like that played for t'challa in a moment where T'Challa was like the ultimate badass, and I don't even mean. Let's just jump into sports now. Okay. The, hey, turn the, back. This, this is, is where, where the spoilers spoiler at. at. The moment, and this is in the trailer. It's not that much of a spoiler, but it's it's when T'Challa comes back from quote unquote being killed, and he walks through the exploded helicopter in the fire. And he kind of puts his arms out like, "Yo, what's up?" And he's like, "Killmonger." Yeah, you want that? You want war ready? <laughs> yeah, I want something. And I'm not giving them to but get even, it no, on till I die. But not even because like that. Just throwing that song there, it might have helped. But I saw that coming a mile away. Like not only was it in trailers, so I saw that coming anyway. But like, come on, you kill off the main character. You already know he's coming back. It's not even like you didn't know before that scene was coming back because he had already revived him and he said he was coming back. So at that point, you're just waiting for him to come back. So when he shows up, I'm like, it's not like a fuck yeah, kick his ass moment. It's just like he's here. Okay, and I, I don't know. I want it like like an Independence Day, 
like we will not go quietly into that good night like something like a battle cry like something to make me feel like he's the champion for black people in the way they ultimately in this movie he is mm-hmm. but they didn't make me feel it you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, all right. I'm not crazy, and I I wouldn't say all that because I don't want people to be like, was, "No, this is Sparta." <laughs> exactly, and fucking Zack Snyder made that man. Come on, <laughs> and I love Ryan Coogler. So I'm like, I, I know this movie could have been better, and, but I loved it, I, and I think it was really good. Yeah, that's the thing. I think I think <laughs> it's ulti- hard. I think ultimately, and it's not to say because because i don't like because i even hearing you i'm like i don't like it because i because that's the thing that kind of disappointed me because i again it's my my number one most anticipated movie of the year and that's not to say i was uh i i hated or anything like that but because i walked into this movie expecting a perfect vision and it's a high more than passable which is still pretty which is damn right? good are we it's selfish still, it's, it's still, <laughs> are we greedy yeah it's still a little of a, a little of a disappoint a disappointment because i wanted a perfect vision and i don't think it's a, a matter of like having too high of expectations you know I, like i i think i think i'm being fair it didn't it didn't have like can you think of a moment where you were like fuck yes in no. that movie like yeah right like there were good moments. Like, overall, I could say fuck yes to the fact that this movie exists. Exactly. And what it represents. Like, we finally get, like, bl- white people get Hogwarts. Like, because I, I, I saw the argument because a lot of people were like, well, Wakanda isn't even real. So you, who you, why are you celebrating? It's like Ugh. a fiction. But it's like white people get Hogwarts, which is all all white people, <laughs> like a smattering of people of color. White people get Lord of the Rings. They get a bunch of fictional the fucking Avatar world for the most part. I hate the, just that question. Like, why are you excited? It's yeah, like, they get a whole bunch of fictional It's movies. because you get everything. Yeah. And when we get one thing, fuck yeah, we might be a little excited about it. So it's like, yeah. We, I, so I enjoy the fact that, you know. we even, It's like, it, you, with a person like that, and you can't do this online because nobody online has ra- like, this fucking logic. But like, really think about it. If you were to just walk a mile in another person's shoes. If you grew up in a world where everything was black, every person in, the, in movies was black, everything on TV was black, and 99% of your superheroes was black. Every, and every side character was black, and there was like always like a one token white character. And then a white character comes out with his own movie. Wouldn't you be excited to see that character finally? Mm-hmm. It's like, but, but people don't get that unless you have to like explain it like... Like step by step, and then it's like it's not even just movies. It's like, like I said, with the video, with the movies that I mentioned. Then you, uh, and that's just that's just genre stuff. But then you break, then you go into video games, then you go into video games, yeah, you go like into video everything. games. It's like <laughs> you go into cartoons. Like Static Shock was the first black teenage superhero to get his own cartoon show. And it's all cartoons, not even superhero cartoons. Yeah, all cartoons, all cartoons, even in cartoons where they're not white in color. They're still white. They're still white, like the, Simps- <laughs> like the Simpsons. Yeah, exactly. Or uh, books. Books? Yeah, b- a lot of books. Oh, and books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, with- there was a show, Mike. Is it a show called Books? No. <laughs> I mean, I mean, actual books. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And keeping it in, like, specifically since we're... Uh, most fantasy? Like, yeah, come on, fantasy. We're, we're a comic book podcast. Most fantasy books, they're all led by white people yeah. with one black lead. It's like, even anime. Like, anime is, like, all Asian people. It's like, we don't we don't even get, like, black characters in anime. We, got, do, we got Neo Yokio, <laughs> which is trash. Oh, God. Or you got Afro Samurai, but that's the only one we got. Or you got fucking the the racist tropes in Dragon Ball Z with the big lips it's just the people that say that always see themselves and that's become the norm to them and they can't empathize 
with their fellow man who might not have that same experience because they're not that color. So you know it's like saying? so going back but, to it, and those are the same people I hate that will say, but race doesn't matter. But we're all one I don't people. See, I don't see color. I don't see color. It's like you're hurting the cause. <laughs> so it's like going back to what I was saying. So because of that, I love this movie. But in terms of what's in the movie itself, I just really liked it. I didn't love it. Yes. But I wanted to love it. I needed to love it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, and I can't tell you what would have to be in the yeah, movie. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I don't know what needed to be there. I'm not going to lie, though. You're not wrong. If when he walked through that fire, you heard, na 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 Black Panther. Black Panther. <laughs> I might be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. But, but then it's like they also walked that tightrope of like sometimes they had the hip hop kind of music and sometimes they had the African music. And I think it was because they started, they incorporated the hip hop music when they weren't in Wakanda and then in Wakanda once Killmonger took over. Yeah, yeah. took over. Uh, not infiltrated. Yeah, he took it over. Um, but yeah, let's just talk about some of our, our favorite or least favorite moments. But actually, sort of I. <sighs> I get why they did it now that I think about it because I'm like, what would what, what they need to have done? I don't know. In, in some ways, I kind of feel like the first half of the movie was like a completely different movie than the second half. Was like where it was all focused on Claw and then and Michael B. Jordan wasn't really around except for it that felt first. Like two movies combined, right? He wasn't really around except for that first scene. Yeah. And then he showed up in the last half it was of the a movie. It a giant gap. It's yeah. like they forgot that he was in the movie until they captured Claw. And then they killed Claw and it's like, oh. That too. And the same goes for spoilers, Killmonger. But it's like, why do you kill your villains, MCU? Your good villains. I agree. Like Andy Serkis is a fucking awesome actor, and, and he was a great. And he was the, a good villain too. And I mean, I get it for the story purposes. No, you don't have to kill him. You well, could just that's, that was him. his way in. So what? You could have just brought him. Yeah, and then, I mean, you could have captured. Yeah. And then by the time like they're gonna kill him, Black Panther's already back in charge, so they don't kill him. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, and then it, it didn't even make sense because it was like, you needed him to find out where Wakanda was, right? That's why he needed him in the first place. Well, I'm pretty sure he knew where Wakanda, because remember uh, when he took the uh, heart-shaped herb, they showed a flashback of him going through his father's stuff. Right. So he probably was able to find it from that. Okay. So why did he kill him the first time? Why did why did he wait until the second time to kill him? Because uh, he, he, was, he was selling that vibranium thing. So I guess he wanted, he wanted the money that came with that. Why? Cause he needed money. He's not. It's not like he's rich. He was gonna just go to Wakanda. If his whole, if his plan from the door was to kill Claw and go to Wakanda, like right. That, <laughs> that plane need gas. You shut up. That's a plot hole. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's. I don't know. Like I just to kill him is like. I would thought he wasn't dead until he opened the body bag, and I was like, oh fuck, he did kill and him. And that also another another thing, like, in terms of like in turn uh, negatives cons, like. I don't necessarily believe Wakabi and his flip. Like, because in the beginning of the movie, he was all talking about how, you know, T'Challa's his brother and, you know, oh, he wanted get to out work. He, yeah, Daniel Kaluuya. Kaluuya, yes. And uh, how, you know. I how, 100% didn't how believe he wanted to, How he wanted to go with him to fight Claw. Like, this is go together as brothers. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, Killmonger shows up with. And that, not, let, me, let me go forward to that. And then on his very first mission to try to go after Claw. And he doesn't capture Claw. 
all of a sudden he's like, <laughs> it's, yeah, his, it's his first mission. It's not like, cause he, I thought you were different. Yeah, I thought you were different. <laughs> like, what? It's like, yeah, it's like, bro, it's like my first time. And he's like, he's like, your father ignored it for 30 years. Yeah. At least I'm making an, a concerted effort to try to go after him. And then he's ride or die for Killmonger. Yeah, then all of a sudden he's ride or die for Killmonger. He'll fight against his wife. His wife, he's ready to kill T'Challa. Then at the end, he's like, well, you, you're going to kill me, my love? Nigga, you just tried to kill us. Word. <laughs> And it, how long was it? Like two hours? Two two fifteen. That's what I'm saying. Like I feel like so like that. I didn't believe. I feel like I, even though I like the characters because the actors did a like did a great job with this. I feel like they didn't spend enough time with the characters because maybe if we had more time to flesh out a relationship. Yeah, this with movie. Kala, this movie definitely could have been another half an hour. Yeah, it either needed to be shorter or longer. <laughs> no, I feel like it could have added another half an hour. I agree. I think it needed to be longer, but I just feel like they need to add more backstory with that character and, and I didn't, more feel, time I didn't with, feel their relationship at all when she looked at him she was like my king my love I didn't even uh, until she said it You, I felt no chemistry between I, them even even after she said it I felt no chemistry between them yeah um the same thing even I mean, when she was standing at him with the spear she's like you're gonna kill me my love I'm like I don't feel anything from you two mm-hmm. or when they were talking together in the council when Michael B. Jordan took over and they was having the tit for tat I mean, the same thing goes for Killmonger, though. Like, I feel like, even though, again, Eric, I mean, Eric Killmonger. Uh, Michael yeah, B. Jordan was fucking, I was oh. going to say Michael B. Jordan. Oh. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan was fucking great in the role. I just feel like they needed more time to kind of flesh out his character. Either more time with him and his father uh, in the flashbacks. I think that might have helped if I said a little bit more. At least, even just one conversation other than that voiceover with him and his father before he died because when he shows back up later in the movie when uh, Michael B. Jordan when Killmonger takes the heart-shaped herb and has like the out-of-body mind experience whatever mm-hmm. and sees his father that was a great scene but I just feel like it would have been even better if I had a little bit more time with him and his father before he was killed you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and then the same thing goes for when Black Panther and we didn't, we didn't see him and his father together at all before he was killed. Exactly. He just looked out the window and saw him. That was it. Yeah. Um, but then the same thing for when Michael B. Jordan and, and uh, Chadwick Boseman fight, when they have their 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 uh, ritualistic, you know, king, king battle or whatever. I just felt like I didn't have enough time with them together to make that fight feel like it meant something. And because I didn't know enough about Killmonger, because well, yeah, as soon as he came to Wakanda, like as soon as he came to Wakanda, they were fighting. They already fought. Yeah. Like, they had like barely a conversation. They already jumped into a fight. And though I love that scene, hey auntie, <laughs> yeah, I think everybody in the theater was like, it was like a Mori episode. Like, oh, I'm here for the throne. Yeah, like all great. Y'all sitting here comfortable. Yes, exactly. All great. All fucking amazing. Fucking delivery on Michael B. Jordan's part. But I just felt like when they get to that fight, it it didn't. It didn't resonate enough because I didn't get enough animosity between. That's why I said this movie should have been another half an hour. I want to see the four hour cut. <laughs> Same, it'd be fucking fantastic. Which fucking you're never movie. gonna get because they never release no. the long cut. What happened after that scene? Because I'm like, what scenes did they cut out, and would it have made the movie a perfect vision if they would have? Not the whole four hours, but just some, maybe some scenes of flesh. Because usually a lot of those extra stuff is like expository exposition expository exposition how redundant <laughs> but usually those like the reason why movies are so long is because it's a lot of like 
character development and fleshing out exp, exp, exposition stuff that they're just like, eh, we don't need that. We don't need that. We don't need that. But well, it's what, like if, what, what do they really need it? But in this case, it's like if they had just had that heart-shaped herb flashback before the fight with T'Challa, I feel like that fight would have been more powerful but they didn't have that scene until after the fight. So I was like, oh, fuck, now I know more about but, him. But then it's like, how would you have done it, though? Because exactly. he, he wouldn't, if he wouldn't have, have taken the heart-shaped herb That's why I think if he more, didn't win. I think more conversations were necessary between him and T'Challa or between him and other people in the fucking, in Wakanda. Anybody, right? Really. Yeah, like, pull him aside. Like, hey, can I talk, like, can I talk to you? Like, like come, is to, this come, to, come to my throne room. Yeah, talk to me about your uncle. Or, or I knew your, I knew your uncle, like, from the mother, anything. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, just more. Um, and the same thing goes for even like small character moments and it's so fucked up because I like these things but everything's like I wish there was a little bit more like the Shuri and T'Challa relationship yeah I, I really wish there loved. was more I, w- I want to see them interact together more we only really had the one scene where he was walking around the lab yeah and they're a little like working together when he in the car chasing but even then I was like in combination with everybody it wasn't just them together yeah and every time they were together it was like a cool little brother sister relationship yeah I love their dynamic and he he kind of humbled or or she kind of put him down to earth yeah because first of all but uh, but that's the thing family does yeah I love those that delete that, that footage. <laughs> delete that footage. <laughs> no, the uh, what are those? Yeah. What I have, are those? I have shoes like that. You don't like and my royal sandals? Yeah, my- <laughs> I've had past girlfriends that have made fun of my shoes, but guess what, bitch? It's royalty. <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, yes, vindication. <laughs> okay, but you don't have royal toes. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, like, like her little guess, like. Guess what I call them sneakers <laughs> get it because they <laughs> i was like oh you're just so cute uh she has jordan puns <laughs> i want to put a pun like put a pun <laughs> put, put a, a pin in that yeah because we were talking about some future possibilities for shuri but i love shuri i think like between her and okoye they stole the show yeah that's why i said those are my two favorite characters <laughs> i mean she called uh what's his name ross the colonizer <laughs> that was <Yeah>. cute <laughs> don't scare me like that colonizer <laughs> i was like I kind of want to call white people colonizer now. <laughs> They'd be like, what? Because, <laughs> um, I mean, it's true. <laughs> I mean, I want to talk about Okoye real quick, but then I also want to talk about... Like, I loved her. The juxtaposition between her badass fucking moments with that spear and then the fucking ping pong Black Panther ending. So, Okoye was fucking dope. And mm-hmm. she's, once again, a fucking scene stealer. And a bad, like she's treated like a badass. Every For the most she, part, everything you need to know about her character was revealed in that very first moment where Black Panther's about to go to Nakia and she's about to get ready. And he's like, no, I got this. And she's like, mm, okay, okay. okay. And then she shows up yeah. and fucking whoops ass real quick. He's like, oh, okay. You got this? I don't believe you. Yeah, I don't believe you, but I'll let you do it. I'll let you go. Yeah. She's like, hmm. But every scene she's in, she's like, she's the badass. Mm-hmm. She's the person that everybody's turning to be like, you got this, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like just in in the scene um in Korea, like the shit she was doing for the spear, and when she took out, she went full Night King on the fucking car when she like hold on. And she like she like basically dipped out the car real quick and threw her spear into the fucking other car. I'm like, God damn. And it's not even just that. Like they it's it's not even just that they showed her be a badass, but they also gave her moments of humor. Which oh, they yeah. also don't they don't let her do that much on The Walking Dead. She's always so yeah. serious and Everybody's dire. Serious in that yeah, show. but even still, 
She got to she got to play more. I mean, that's another positive about the movie though. Like Black like, Panther, they like, did humor well. It wasn't forced. Bullets so primitive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's another thing that I really enjoyed about. I'm glad you brought because I forgot about that. But that's I was thinking about. That's the thing I really enjoyed the most about this movie is the fact that they didn't do a lot of the typical Marvel tropes where it's like there's a moment of drama, dramatic tension or whatever, and then they instantly have they have to make a joke. They only did it like maybe once. Uh, when uh, they went to uh, M'Baku towards the end. Black Panther? Yeah. Or T'Challa, I mean, when he's like, what do, what do you say? Can well, they were talking and he's like, are you done? Yeah. <laughs> can I get a blanket? Or what do you say? Uh, yeah, he was like, can I get a blanket? Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're mostly humanizing moments. Like, yeah. like that, that moment with M'Baku, like, that made me like him. Like, it was character, it characterized him a little bit. Like, the jokes that they had weren't like... For they weren't it wasn't forced like Guardians of the Galaxy two, mm-hmm. or even like that moment, or even like that moment in Spider Man. Like I hated that moment where uh, uh, what's his name? Oh. I want to say Swifty, but that's not it. Swifty, <laughs> the uh, the guy Iron Man's right hand guy when he met Peter oh, Parker when he met Peter Parker in the bathroom and they were about to have a heart to heart and then the guy coming out the toilet. And it's like, oh, that's true. Yeah, I didn't like that moment. Oh wow. Or like when Doctor Strange was like he finally puts on the cape. But then the cape is like rubbing on his cheek. Uh, I, I didn't like that moment. It's like no, let it let, let it sit. I don't mind. Kind of like kind of like I don't mind those. Kind of like Sp- kind of like Spider Man too, where he lost his powers, and uh, Doctor Octopus came and like took Mary Jane and like just threw him through a restaurant, and he like stood up and he like balled his fist up, yeah. and like I'm like he's coming back. But if it's like if it was a Marvel movie, joke after yeah, that. if it was a Marvel movie, he would have balled his fist up, and somebody would like threw a threw a fucking coke can at him. It's like no, I don't like that. Just let it. I don't know if that's a comparable thing, but I get what you're saying. <laughs> but just in terms of Okoye and her like action scenes, I think they were probably the most badass because they felt the most real. They felt like they were there. The the, yeah, yeah. Even though that spear throw was CGI, it still felt more real than a lot of the shit Black Panther was doing, like with the purple... Like, I like how the suit Even works. the moment where, like, the uh, the car exploded and, like, she's trying to grab her spear. Yeah. Like, you definitely know that was CGI, but it didn't exactly. feel cgi like it felt real i think it's also because of the suit because the full body suit like yeah spider-man i think that's part of it too so it doesn't feel like it's there but i don't know like i'm watching like the the car chase scene and yeah it's 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 cool but it's like i don't remember i i saw this movie like, it's a video game it just it's in and out like it's just you know it's nothing about it that was like it stuck with me just because it was just you know yeah none of the action moments for the most part stuck with me it's the movie in general exactly that stuck with me and then the character moments are what stuck with me that's why I find it a little disappointing because especially when we get to the third act like yeah the Ares versus Wonder Woman shit was like what the fuck is happening but if if there was only the Black Panther versus uh uh Killmonger, Killmonger I was Golden, Jaguar, Golden Jaguar which I don't get that but it, whatever okay yeah because that was his suit too so yeah that was Ch- yeah that was Ch- i thought killmonger got his own suit but it's like no, no that's t'challa's suit so like, that's sure, not a, why'd you make this yeah that's not so a evil. golden jaguar like why'd you make it so evil looking though because <laughs> plot plot yeah um like i think that's a way worse fight than the aries versus one woman fight like it it becomes just i like how the suit works but when you're fighting that same fucking suit it's like the worst like villain versus hero that have the same powers thing possible yeah they ping pong off each other yeah like even when they ex- describe his suit i'm like so how is it gonna fight a evil version of the suit because they both just keep exploding 
when they just keep exploding. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, they and kept it's stupid. They kept exploding on each other until he's like, turn on the train. Yeah. And then at that point, it's like, then you're just watching two CGI bodies just kind of, I don't know, have a very sloppy edited fight. It wasn't until the moment where Killmonger dies. Spoilers. <laughs> that's when I actually felt the, like the third act. And mm-hmm. it was, I love that line of like, I'd, like you prefer um, death to bondage. Yeah, throw me in the ocean with my ancestors who, uh, because they knew that death was better than bondage or something like that. Like, can we talk about Killmonger and how he's like the most wokest Marvel villain? <laughs> he, is. he is. Like everything he's saying, it's like, yeah, motherfucker, you right as fuck right now. <laughs> like, he, yeah, he's like two billion people that look like us around the world are suffering. And what do y'all, y'all have the resources to help. What are you doing? That's why I also say like, kind of like, you know, there's the shirt Magneto was right. It's mm-hmm. like Killmonger was right. Because it's like truth of the matter is. He brought the real to Wakanda. But <laughs> not even just that, but like taking it to a real aspect. That's why, like I mentioned before, I was like, if black people really had powers in this world, we would all be Magneto. Because it's a lot of shit that. I see on the news that I get pissed off about. Oh, I'm like, angry yeah, if, only I, if I had powers, like, I would fuck up so many cops. And that's why that comic Black or whatever is the scariest notion in yeah. the world, where only black people get superpowers. That's why, like, if you look at a lot of comics, like, when the black characters that have powers, they don't deal with a lot of those issues with, like, you know, people getting shot unjustly, unarmed black people getting shot by cops. They don't really deal with that stuff in the comics. Cause you know they like I said, if black people have mm-hmm. powers, we will all be fucking Magneto. <laughs> I think Black Lightning does a good job of showcasing that. They yeah, uh, especially this so, in this episode, especially too. this recent episode, yeah. But they do it throughout. Like, it's like peppered throughout and, and to certain levels subtle. So that's why I like Black Lightning for it. And they kind of they kind of touch on it in the Blue Marvel comics a little bit. Really? Yeah, because like the government is scared. Like Cause pe- he's like Superman. Yeah, because people, people, and that's why he covered his face because they didn't want people didn't. He covered his face. He covered his face because uh, the world. I mean, the government knew who he was and knew he was a black man, but the world didn't. And the world loved Blue Marvel back then. Not, I'm talking about in the world of the comics. Mm-hmm. They loved Blue Marvel. He was like their version of Superman in terms of what he represented. But then the moment during one of his fights with Anti-Man, he knocked off his helmet. They found out he was black. <gasps> that's when people started. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's, oh, when people started pro- that's when people started protesting. Like, oh. no, we can't have him as, you know, be, a, be our superhero. He's black. That's we can't have him up. represent us. Wow. That's fucked up. And then even the government, like during moments of like the civil rights movement, they would like come to him and be like, you better not interfere with this because he could have. But yeah, but back to Black Panther. <laughs> Killmonger, though, like I just love the fact that to a certain extent you could rock with his logic. Mm-hmm. And then we get kind of crazy when just like, and then we'll sell all the weapons to the black people and then overthrow the government. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, chill, yeah, dog. whoa, you're going just, too far. Just, you're at eleven. <laughs> when you're at a seven, we're good. When we go to eleven, bro. It's it's too much. Yeah, I agree. But I mean, for the most part, I agree with him. I mean, obviously T'Challa did too because of the way the movie ended. Yeah, he pulled the Tony Stark at the end. We're just like, but he, I'll show you who I but, am. But he, bitch. but he did it in a in a way where he was like, well, I'm going to share my technology with everybody as opposed to not just black people. Yeah, it's like I'm going to share it with the world. I'm going to talk to the UN. I was like, eh, you should probably just share it with black people. <laughs> wow, no, that's not the answer. But no, I'm not talking about I'm not talking about like weapons. 
or anything. I'm talking about like, like medicine. And yeah, medicine and and and, and uh, the t- I'm sure and, ed- and the education and I'm, stuff I'm like sure that. I'm sure the Chala aid is gonna be amazing. Okay, I'm sure it's gonna be just it, there's gonna be like things specifically for people with low socioeconomic status. I'm sure it's gonna be like, it's gonna go be to, way better than Obamacare. Go to, the, go to the black communities and 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 buy up all the uh, abandoned buildings and stuff like that. That Duh. were ra- that were ravaging like the crack cocaine era in the eighties, like give them housing, healthcare. Wow, I mean, <laughs> since, since America won't give us reparations, you be our reparations. <laughs> you said you didn't like, or or you say the you could tell that Angel Bassett was put on a voice, but did you like her her performance? Yeah, I liked her character and I liked her performance. I like she wasn't into that much. No, she wasn't into that much, but the much, the, the the amount she was, yeah. I didn't have a problem with her. Underutilized. But I mean, what what could she really do though? The mother, yeah, not much. Yeah, she can't. She's not a spy. She's not a fighter. Yeah, I mean, but we, they do that whole. But third I, I act do. Thing. I do wish because they kind of did it with T'Challa. Actually, no, but yeah, they could have made it way more emotional if they just had like her have more. If they had more conversation with her T'Challa before that third act, not even just quote unquote dies. Well, not even not even just that, but like they did it with T'Challa, but they didn't really do it with her. There was no real moment with her really more because considering he only died like a week ago, there was no real moment of a scene with her mourning the death of her husband. True, there wasn't. At all, like you saw T'Challa go through it, especially when he saw him. But yeah. there was no scene with her, like really even talking about, like let's have a let's have a moment of silence for my husband or nothing. There was none of that. It's true. I mean, and that's another thing. I felt like, and this is again just me writing a, a movie in my head, I guess. But it's like I wanted when Black Panther, like I, if there was gonna, if Black Panther was gonna have a moment an emotionally impactful moment. I thought it was going to be something in line with like Avatar where because Black Panther is like a lineage. Nah, not the blue Avatar. <laughs> the blue Avatar. The Navi. Oh, no, not the Navi. I'm talking about like Last Airbender Avatar where like there's a not, lineage. Not the movie though. No, not the movie. The fucking, <laughs> the, the good thing, the, the cartoon because there's a lineage. Of like, Black Panthers. Yeah, I felt like there would be like, a, and because they deal with the spirit world and no soul stone. That's fucking No soul stone. So we're going to see where that comes in. But I thought there'd be a moment where like you do get that pride. That's what that was all gonna tie back into pride, black people pride, pride for our fellow man, pride for Black Panther, pride for Wakanda. I thought that was gonna be like a big like Black Panther moment. But there wasn't because but at the same time I like what they did, sort of, but I don't like that it took away the strength of like having a lineage of Black Panthers because they basically threw T'Chaka under the bus in this movie. They did. And made him a fucking asshole <laughs> that like that basically buried the death of his brother and left his, his fucking nephew to rot in But they in almost kind of, not in the same way, but they kind of did that with Hippolyta where like she lied about having a daughter with Zeus and never told, I mean. True, I wasn't going to one of them. The secrets and lies. But I wasn't going to woman, Wonder Woman like wanting to feel like they're like the strength in history in our history mm-hmm. and by proxy you know black panthers fictional history but still our history going back to africa going back to kings yeah so i, I wanted that to kind and of even with that moment. i don't like the what i don't like what they did with the heart-shaped herb because they make it seem like anybody could take it so it makes me go well why, does, be why doesn't he royalty, give it right? why doesn't he give it to the dora milaje to help bo- bolster their powers make them stronger protectors of wakanda if anybody could take the heart-shaped well, herb because he was kind of because yeah because he i remember when uh a, they wanted to give the heart-shaped herbs to M'Baku, but then oh, also, right. remember, uh, Ramonda was like, why don't you, to, to Nakia, he's like, why don't you take it? And she's like, I'm a spy, and I don't have an army. Like, that's I, true. 
if I t- I'm not, I don't stand a chance. It does suck. But so if the, you so you the, gave, if you gave that herb to Captain America, would he be double Captain America? Yeah, he would. <laughs> That's so bullshit. In the comics, the way it's t- the way it is is you have to be deemed worthy by the panth- by the panther goddess Bast first. But they didn't even delve into any kind of gods or goddesses. Like, well, being, they mentioned they mentioned ba- they mentioned Bast in the beginning. But they didn't show that. No, they didn't the, show. The panthers in that tree that in the spirit world were literally just, you know, Mufasa, his father. Well, <laughs> the they, they, were, they, were other, they were the other black panthers. But yeah, you didn't see Boss. Yeah, you didn't see a god. Mm-mm. Maybe so, maybe part two. Maybe. But see, I, I feel like that should have been. Because it's, like, it's not like they're worshiping a fictional. No, that's an actual god in that world. But see, they, I feel like if that wasn't this, and it doesn't need to be, but I'm just saying anything to make a moment feel big. But I was going to say, but then at the same time you run into the issue, I mean, if they actually showed Bast, they'd be like, well, why don't Bast just do something? If it's a god, it could just take care of everything. What? No, I'm not talking about like Yoda where he can like just suddenly call down a bolt of lightning. <laughs> I'm talking about in that spirit world. You know, have it be a voice. Have it have it be a combination of that god and T'Chaka. Have it actually be in the clouds like fucking Mufasa. I don't care. I'm just saying something... I want that Creed feeling. I want it in the third act to feel like T'Challa was actually on the ropes and he, you know, quote unquote, pulls an arrow and dies. But, you know, I didn't ever once feel like he was actually dead. I didn't feel his, re- his return was like an eye roll. I was waiting for it to happen. Yeah, I mean, Marvel does that a lot. Nick, Loki's dead. No, he's not. Nick Fury's dead. No, but he's this not. this is too telegraphed. Like, at least even Loki, I had more of a, did he die? Than fucking T'Challa. Same thing with the Nick Fury. And same thing with Coulson. This is the most, like, I know he's not dead. Are you kidding? <laughs> you, you think I think Black Panther is dead halfway through this movie? In this first like, movie? Yeah, we, already know he's, and we already know he's in Avengers Affinity War. Yes, I'm like, I'm literally <laughs> looking at my watch waiting for him to come back. I'm not feeling all the like, oh my God, he's dead. It's like, no, he's not. <laughs> come on. Like, I don't want to feel that. But because of how the story's set up, I'm like, I don't know. It, they could have, like... I don't know. I, I, first of all, I wouldn't try and pull a fake out death on T'Challa. But like, if you're going to do that, don't have the fake out be the point of drama in that scene. Have just his loss be that. You know what I mean? Like, Don't don't make it all hinge on like, oh my God, is he really dead? It's like, no, he's not. Instead, make the fact that he lost and like how he deals with that after effect. Because he didn't really deal with it. It was just like, oh, I lost. Uh, and they didn't even really explain whether or not he was distracted by the fact that he just found his father was a fucking douchebag, or if Killmonger used better tactics. Like they didn't- in that moment, Killmonger won, I think, because he had the stronger drive. Like he's like, I've been training for this moment all my life, and 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 T'Challa didn't really want to fight. He That's was- what I mean. But like they didn't even, he didn't really talk. Like I wanted him to vocalize that. And I think I heard somebody say uh, on Screen Junkies in the comics, he can't beat Killmonger. Killmonger's always been better than him in terms of fighting. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. But, but, he, but just never, movie, he just he never put on a Black Panther suit. Yeah, but for us in the movies, we're like, so Killmonger's a better fighter than Cap? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, apparently. Like, what training did he have? God damn. But, but then again, we don't know. Because, I mean, in the comics, Black Panther's a better fighter than Cap. But we don't know in this, in the MCU, they're going to be like, no, Captain America's better. No, it, it, no. In Civil War, he we was giving Cap hands. We can't, we, <laughs> we, can't make, we can't make the black man better. <laughs> no, he was kicking fucking Captain America's ass in the fucking in, in Civil War. But I don't know. It just I, I just wanted, I wanted that remember who you are during the final battle kind of moment. 
I don't know. It just it just wasn't there for me. And then and then you throw in like this. Really- we keep talking. We're saying, we're saying negative stuff. Remember, guys, we love this. We like this movie. Yeah, it was a high I, more than passable. Yes, but I was gonna be fair because like, and then going back, I I actually went back and listened to our Wonder Woman review, and I'm like, shut the fuck up. It is not perfect vision. I know after the fact we came back and we gave it. I think a, yeah, a the very next week we came back because we when, when we watched it again, we we dropped it from perfect vision. Yeah, I, in in hindsight, I would say Wonder Woman's a less than passable. I mean, that's like a a low more than passable, and this is a high more than passable. Yeah, I agree. Because really, the strength of Wonder Woman came from the first two acts, and more so the No Man's Land yes. scene. I, I just want to be fair because I, I, these are things I was feeling during the movie. That's just one scene, but overall, like, Black, and we call out- Black Panther had stronger, strong moments throughout. In terms of the movie itself and what movie, it represents, the movie was stronger. Yeah, the movie was stronger, and I think I would say overall, Black Panther is, in terms of technicality, it is the best MCU film in terms of like the movie itself and what it represents. But okay, and what it represents, I in, agree. In terms of like it being a superhero movie, Winter Soldier and Civil War are definitely better. Agreed. And I wish I could say that I didn't. <laughs> I wanted to be like Black Panther, best Marvel movie to date, but like it's not. <laughs> but another thing, like just like we complained about CG and shit in Wonder Woman, and like when those fucking rhinos came out in Black Panther at the end, I'm like, oh Jesus, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> it became Jumanji, the oh, first the first Jumanji. <laughs> it did, dude. Like I, like I love how Wakanda looked in CG, but like. I feel like they were too liberal with some of the CGI in this movie. I don't want that to be the case. I, and it, it is not like other Marvel movies. It definitely, it definitely wasn't Planet of the Apes. <laughs> no, it's not like other Marvel movies aren't. Like Civil War wasn't. Like Civil War had a decent amount. And even though a lot of it was green screen in the airport scene, a lot of that looked realer than, than Black Panther and was choreographed better. Yeah, it was definitely choreographed better. Yeah. Oof, now I got the hiccups. <laughs> um... Do we talk all about But positives? I will say, even though like I have my my issues with the with the soundtrack in terms of it f- to me sounding like a generic hip hop album, mm-hmm. the score in this movie was awesome. I told you they're gonna have African like music. They did. I love the score. Yeah, it was good. So and I mean and, and that's a that's the thing with like Marvel movies. Period. Like for the most part, you don't the score is not memorable. I think f- the first Marvel movie where it had a memorable score was Thor Ragnarok. And I'm not just talking about just one song, like the Avengers You're song. You're talking about the entire soundtrack. I'm talking about the entire, yeah, the entire score. Hmm. That's a good point. Um, so how do you feel about the plot overall in terms of like it being like a espionage, James Bond mashup, then with like the Lion King, like fight for your kingdom elements. Like, I, mean, I, really I, 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 like, I like the James Bond aspect of the movie. Like, yeah. Until we get a black James Bond, we got one now in, in T'Challa, kind of, kind of, sort of. Until we get Edgar's Alba, yeah. So I mean, I would like to, I would like to see more of that, maybe in like part two, like the whole spy aspect, because that's what makes Black Panther different from the other superheroes. Because not he's not just a superhero, but he's also a king, and he has to run a kingdom. And so they mention that he has spot. They call him War Dogs. That's War Dogs all throughout, all throughout the world. I want to see more of that. Yeah, it's funny that he rolls up. He's like, "I'm king now. All right, I'm gonna go play spy. See you later." He's <laughs> like, "All right, king. See you later." <laughs> and I felt like Ross was kind of like unnecessary. I like his character though. 
I like his character, but for him to be like I mean, a pilot in the end, like I'm helping. I'm like, but yeah, he was, <laughs> I mean, but he was, but the thing about it and the thing I like about it is like, and a lot of movies, like the black characters usually just plot devices. Yeah. In this movie, the, white, the white characters, guy. yeah, the white, yeah. the two Tolkien, Bilbo and Gollum. Yeah. The two Tolkien white guys are plot, the plot devices more or less. Yeah. So it's like flipping on that trope. So, I mean, I like that. I'm glad he didn't die. Oh, I'm glad he didn't die. I didn't want him to die. That'd be crazy. I like like, but, I, I like characters being alive in this kind of Yeah, I mean, but universe. the two the two best villains are dead. So it makes me go, what are they going to do for part two? Because for the most part, Black Panther is, because even though he's been around since the 60s, they haven't really written him that much. I feel like the Claw stuff could have been its own movie. Yeah. And then have Killmonger as like a side villain. And then so have like, Killmonger in the sequel. His, his, <laughs> his three top villains are Claw... Killmonger and Manape. We know Manape isn't going to be a but the way they did him. No, he's a friend. He, he, yeah, he's a, he's a friend of me. He's not going to be a villain in this one. And they fucking kill Claw and Killmonger. So it's like, what are you going to do for part two? They're going to have to make up a villain because they can't use Craven. It's going to be Craven. I mean, <laughs> I'm appropriate in your culture. <laughs> <laughs> they can't use him. So who are they going to show? Up, who are they going to have show up and? I mean, well, Lupita and Yongo said, <laughs> she was like, because somebody asked her, they were like, well, considering Storm is uh, Black Panther's wife in the comics and the whole Disney merger, you right? Good. It was like the whole Disney and Fox merger has happened. If they introduce Storm, will that kind of cause tension between Storm and Nakia and Storm going to go head to head? She's like, look. If they introduce Storm in these movies, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go full villain because that's my king. Wasn't Nakia supposed to be a villain in, in the, the in the comic? She's a villain. Well, there you go. Maybe so somebody, so somebody made somebody made a YouTube video of Storm and Nakia on the phone, and they got the boy is mine playing in the background. Wow, <laughs> that king is mine. Uh, you but, need I mean, to give it up. That'd be kind of cool if she was like the Winter Soldier villain for the sequel. Yeah, I don't know how, but. <laughs> um. So yeah, let's, let's wrap it I up. Mean, yeah, I mean, if she leaves, if T'Challa leaves him for Storm. Let's wrap it up, though. Let's talk about uh, the uh, the post-credit scene. Because it ends with, you know, T'Challa. I like how it ended in the same place where it started, in Killmonger's old building in the hood. And he, That's the ending, not the post-credit scene. Well, no, I'm just talking about the ending first. Oh, yeah. He, 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 he bought the building. Mm-hmm. You pulled the Batman. I thought when you said you were going to take me to California, I was going to go to Coachella <laughs> or Disneyland. That was funny. But then the kid asked him who he is. I'm like, that's right. Little black kid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad they had a moment like who that. Who are you? Yeah. I'm Superman. <laughs> I'm your Superman. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I think uh, I got that first star in my kid prediction status. That's why I said, no, that's mm-hmm. why I said you're still baby predict because you, you got one. You got one because you predicted the Bucky. I was like, they're going to show Thanos. Oh, I did say Thanos too, didn't I? Yeah, they should have. They and because there's no Soul Stone, it's like because I'm like hell? this is the next movie. The, the Infinity War is the next movie. They got to show Thanos, but guess no, no, guess not. I mean, we had the T up already in Ragnarok, but even the Bucky, even the Bucky thing, it was like, what's what are they? Are they training him? What are they doing? It seems like they're just because they called him. They're calling him White Wolf. I think White Wolf is somebody in the comics. Oh, really? But it's not. It's not Bucky. But I think somebody there is a White Wolf in the comics. I thought that was just a reference to him being like Russian. No, I can look it up right now. I know there's a character called White Wolf. But regardless, fucking awesome post-credits scene. Glad they showed Bucky. He's out there getting his un- unbrainwash or whatever. Um, and I guess they already teed up 
like and then the UN yeah pulling the Tony Stark but they already teed up Thor Ragnarok I mean teed up Thanos and Thor Ragnarok so like that's I feel like that's literally gonna be the scene before the beginning of Infinity War so they don't I guess they don't really need to show anything else with Thanos in them uh, but I did enjoy the post credit scene more than most MC movies lately so there's that yeah I agree way better than Grandmaster and shit and Thor Ragnarok <laughs> But yeah, I guess that's about it. Anything else you wanted to add? I mean, I, I, again, I hate the fact that we l- really liked it, but... Okay, the White Wolf... We didn't love it. The White Wolf was is a character. He's a white guy, and he basically took on the mantle of... He's basically a, the white version of Black Panther because he has the same outfit. That's whack. And he calls himself the White Wolf. Don't jock my swag, bro. <laughs> And it says, because he was a foreigner and white, Hunter was viewed with suspicion and even contempt by Wakandans. Nevertheless, he developed a true love for Wakanda and became one of its adopted home's staunchest patriots. Don't jack my So it's like, it's like them white people that's like, come to black people like, have you ever been to Africa? No. Oh my God, you need to go. Oh I can God. tell you all these specific places. I love Africa. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the worst. It's like, sorry, bro. I don't have money. Black people don't have inheritances like inheritance like white people where family get to pass houses and stuff down. Oh, this house is my grandfather's and he passed it down to us. We don't have that because the KKK and white mobs and all that other shit, y'all came to our property and raped and pillaged and destroyed our land. That's why black people are historically poor. Man, you went real deep with I it. I did. <laughs> it made me mad. You're taking out to Killmonger. Stay woke. We're, we're taking, we're, it's Black Panther. <laughs> Stay it's, woke. It's, it's, black, it's black week. Speaking of Black Week, let's get into Black Lightning. Uh, this week's episode, was uh, I did. Silent. I did want to review uh, Afro Samurai, but I didn't. I didn't get to watch it. Some Black Week, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. You didn't watch it. It's not my Black Week. You're the one that's over here <laughs> beating your Black Week drum. Uh, but yeah, Black Week. Don't do that. <laughs> this week's episode is Black. Uh, Black Lightning is titled. And then the devil brought down the plague, the book of green light. Jesus, these names are long. <laughs> so I hear you've been trying to go back out as black lightning. I've been waiting to knock you out since the sixth grade. What's me working I barely touched him. Her wrist is broken. You are making bad decisions. Fighting should never be about adding fuel to the fire. What about when somebody's trying to regulate upside your head? I can shoot your Like, just like a paragraph for a title, guys. <laughs> but yeah, this week, Black Lightning goes Iron Man. It's a he, he went full Iron Man. Full fucking Iron Man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we get some backstory of uh, Tobias Whale and his sister. Mm-hmm. Some neat parallels. To and even uh, on Tobias Whale himself, like, you found out he's taking a serum to keep him from aging. Yes. And we get a parallel between um, Tobias's father and Jefferson's. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get some, a little bit more. I guess not all information as to what's going on with what's his name, the Taylor. What's Taylor's name? I don't even remember. It's Alfred. I don't fucking know. Grog. Whatever. But he <laughs> his name is Grod. He, he actually has a relationship with it's, Tobias. It starts with a G. It's like Gimpy or Grumpy or Grumpy. <laughs> I don't, it's something. Hold on. But he has a relationship with Tobias, and they have a meeting. Um, and then meanwhile, what's her face? Uh, Nissa is finally can't taking tr- on her can't power. Trust, can't trust white people. <laughs> can't trust a, not a one. Gamby, Gamby, that's his name. Gamby. Gamby. I'm like, yeah. I know it starts with a G. <laughs> yeah. 
And then what's her face? Um, Nissa is finally becoming Thunder. With her, is that a throwback outfit? It's like a classic. It is. It's a classic outfit to a co- to old comic. It looks so ridiculous. It does. It looks very ridiculous. <laughs> but I like the fact that she tried wearing like the 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 cosplay costume and it's and it ripped. When it she ripped. Was... She's like too much booty. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've been there. <laughs> I've got a lot of ass. Um, but yeah, and then it ends with black lightning being defeated by the guy he's been chasing the entire episode that because ending, of plot that ending though was weird it was whack i was like as soon as it was over they were showing previews for the next week's episode i was like why are they showing previews for next week's episode and then my dvr stopped i was like wait that was the ending you didn't get that was the ending <laughs> that was stupid it was pretty stupid i agree with you i didn't like the ending it was it was like oh he loses because of plot okay yeah and i hate i'm just waiting for them to start getting like super powered villains because at this point it's like you're, you should be way more powerful than these people we were fighting. There I mean, they, te- be... they teased it with the thing that Anissa's looking up. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I'm saying, like, I'm already getting, like, the, just, just this episode to find reasons for him to lose. I'm like, come on, man. You want to just jump right into spoilers for this? Yeah. Okay. So for the fact that he's over here, like, the, the module in his suit that gives him the boost he needs to fly or whatever that he's been testing since the beginning of the episode for some reason it's giving him a headache yeah and making him more more angry black man <laughs> I like the pharmacy scene that that happened in yeah um but just the fact but that also though, I don't I don't like the fact that he needs he's relying on this suit so much like it's not coming from him yeah it's coming but, from the suit but it's just like I thought if anything the suit is just something to protect him from like bullets and stuff like that but it's like no it's like it's like upgrading his powers it's like, yeah it's like upgrading his powers I don't know. I don't really. I don't like either. that. Me either. But just the fact that, or giving him more powers that he didn't have. Yeah, yeah. And I also tried to thought thanks. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're welcome. <laughs> what can I say? Can I say except you're welcome? Uh, some with his powers. The suit, the chip. That's what oh, you're saying. Oh, yeah, that's stupid ass. <laughs> But wait, if you just wait one day, I could totally fix it. No, no I'm not going to wait now, a single yeah. day. It's like, what the fuck, bro? So, of course, he goes out there with this busted-ass suit chip. And then and it's like, why even use the suit? Why even put the chip in? You could still use your powers without it, right? Yeah, he can. So, it's like, what the fuck do you need it for? Just shoot them with just one bolt of lightning, bro. Or, just, or put the suit in, but don't put the chip in. He was wearing the suit without the chip when he asked for it. Yeah. Before I go black and he's lightning the light, on your I ass. need the suit to light up like the carnival. Yeah. That's that. Uh, <laughs> I need right. my carnival lights. Yo, the neon is the signature look. It's got right. to go off every time. <laughs> but it was just like, I don't know. I wasn't feeling that. This is probably my least favorite episode of Black Lightning so far. It's my least favorite episode, but I still liked it. I also still liked it. But a lot of times this episode, I was just like what <laughs> though i did like the tobias backstory a lot. yeah because i like i like the the things that it, that is eventually going to lead to like the whole backstory with like his grandfather and the nine and who are these other nine children and of course you're gonna you know that in those files she's gonna i think those files is gonna be how she finds out his her father's black lightning because he's gonna he's gonna be in those files somewhere just the fact that the man looks just like her father no no that's not <laughs> that's, that's not that. good it's enough impossible. that's not good enough no it's comics <laughs> You gotta, let, you gotta let that go. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I don't know, I like the parallels between Jefferson's father and, and Tobias's father. 
I like the fact that Tobias hugs his father to death. And then breaks, yeah, breaks his back. It's reminiscent to me of Kim, And he's Kim like cold-blooded, like, because the sister was just going to shoot him dead. And he's like, no, let him stay there. He's going to yeah. die. Suffer. Yeah, he's going to suffer. It's going to take, like, a couple days for him to die. Yeah. He's a badass villain. Yeah. I love him, but... I don't know. I was just <laughs> the way we hugged him and walked out. I'm like, damn, that's fucking badass. <laughs> uh, do you think he's gonna die? Do you think he's gonna make it after the season is over? You think he's gonna die? Eh, I don't know. It depends how big this world is. It feels like he's still just a henchman at the end of the day, compared to like Lady Eve and where well, the yeah, fuck her he plans works, are. He works for Lady Eve. Yeah, and this this episode we get a little bit more backstory about him feeling like. He lost his seat at the table and shit, and he's just trying to get back up. He's he doesn't even want to work with the the hundred gang like he's been doing. He's it's like low tier, yeah, low tier crime. So they've already opened it up, like you know, Dragon Ball Super style. Like there's a no. there's a bunch more places no. they can go. No, <laughs> well, we'll see. Uh, I just want to see how they're gonna. I hope that I hope not because just like I feel about felt about Michael B. Jordan and Andy Serkis, like I like this actor. But I need it. He needs to have some kind of ability to fight Black Lightning because yeah, like he this does. Episode, maybe, like, but maybe, maybe they'll say he's the like Kingpin. Why. He's like he's like super strong. But even that, you got fucking. It's gonna remember, be like he, uh, what's his face, Lala? He like grabbed him by the and like lift him up one handed and choked him to death. Cool man. So he's got to maybe he has some type of strength. It's super strong. Maybe means, not like not not like Hulk strength or. But okay. he's he's at least stronger than the average guy. If super strength means that you can resist lightning, then yeah, <laughs> that's the only way it'll work. Because otherwise, it's like uh, lightning, bro. Otherwise, I'll have to use some stupid ass plot reason. He's gonna to, have he's to gonna have a, he, he's gonna have a rubber suit on. That'd be the wackest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm wearing a rubber suit. And rubber, I'm the rubber ru- whale. Yeah, rubber conducts lightning. So I'm gonna fuck you up. That's fucking terrible. <laughs> so fucking terrible. He, he could be he could be rubber man from Static Shock. But I did like that there were like um, more cute family moments this episode. I, I, I the chemistry in this family is so believable. Yeah. The moments where um, uh, Jennifer. Yes. The people the the people that Jennifer beat the shit out of, and they went back to Black Lightning and his ex wife to kind of like complain. And he was impressed because when she tells him it's more than one, it was like it was like it was like two. It was chicks. like two girls. He was, was like, like two, two? Girl, for real. And I was like, uh, no, that's not impressive. <laughs> We're mad. And he was like, yeah, 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 it's ridiculous. Like no. Then that one uh, one woman that came to the house, and she was like full on <laughs> stereotype black oh, yeah. woman. We should have sued their asses. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I just like. I but, like the levity in this show. Not, it's but not I, cheesy. But I also like how I also like how they're characterizing the Pierces because they pulled them into the house. They was like, "Come in," and they sat down, and it's like they were like getting along at that moment. They were civil. They could have yeah. been like, "What the fuck? Who are these people?" But they were like, "They're like the." Um, but she, but she, I'm saying she got the other family on their side. They're like the Cosbys. Yeah, which is a dark reference. Now. <laughs> it is, <laughs> but, but you know what I mean. They're a wholesome family. And they're very hospitable. The Winslows. <laughs> we'll use the better better reference. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, was there anything else I wanted to talk about this episode? What would you rate it? I would give it a high passable. Actually, I was going to say the same thing. I was between a low more than passable or a high passable. I'd give it a high passable. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how these modifiers have become a thing. <laughs> yeah, they it's have. like, no modifiers. No modifiers. <laughs> Cause it's like we we're like on the cusp. It's like ah, it's almost there. Because uh, I, I like that pharmacy scene too. Until yeah, I really like that pharmacy scene. Out. And he's just like, I don't need you to pay me back. Just pay it forward. Mm-hmm. That was sweet. 
Uh, oh, in the in the scene that we, we kind of mentioned before about uh, kind of suddenly going into some black issues where he stopped the shooting. Yeah. The the cop shooting. And he's like, next time, how about you use your taser? Because there was no reason for him to shoot the kid. There was no reason at all. Yeah, but that happens. Kid gets like a it young happens. cop gets scared all the time. And it's like it's the thing where you know you could be sitting in your car. Yeah. And get shot. I mean, it's a thing where Fernando you know, Castile. Just in the back of your mind, you got all these preconceived notions about black people and how dangerous they are. So you get, you know, got a itchy trigger finger, pull that gun and shoot, blow a kid away. <laughs> That's why I said if black people Self-defense. have powers. We'd all be Magneto. Oh yeah. <laughs> or most of us, not all. Uh, all right. Let's get into. Unfortunately, uh, we didn't, we didn't talk about. Uh, I forgot his name already. Grumpy. <laughs> I just said his. I just said his name. Oh, Gamey, Garmy, Gandhi. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> what about him? But uh, him, like, apparently he's part of this secret government organization called the ASA or whatever. Oh yeah, I barely understood that. Yeah, I'm like, what is that? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's like. I'm pretty sure it's a comic book thing, like Argus. It's not a real. I guess it's like their version of the CIA. But I'm like. As long as it explains his Tony Stark tech, <laughs> where the fuck he gets that shit from? Can't trust this guy because I'm like he's hiding the whole fact that he apparently he like he knows Tobias well and yeah. Tobias well knows him. Yeah. So it's like, what is that about? But he doesn't know that he knows who Black Lightning yeah, is. Yeah, he doesn't for sure. know. But he knows that he can have. He knows that he has the access if he wanted to figure out who Black Lightning is. But he didn't betray him, so it's like some some going on there. He has some. I don't know what's going. He has some motive. Maybe he's trying to protect himself about something. I don't know. I feel like we're meant to think he's a traitor. I'm, I'm looking at him. With, I'm looking at him with like the screw eyes now. I'm like, I think you're supposed to. And I think it's gonna be a thing where like he'll reveal why he did what he did and whatever. But I me, mean, even Black Lightning in this episode was like, you motherfucker, you ain't telling me shit. And I'm figuring it out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's get into Legends of Tomorrow, Daddy Darkest. This is John Constantine. Skinny Britain trench coat. I am an accomplished warlock, expert on the occult. Did I tell you I don't like horror movies? That's the episode is called? That's what it's called. I don't like it. <laughs> Daddy Darkest. Because Damien Dark is back and his daughter's in this episode and she's possessed by Mollusk the Devil guy. Yeah. I I didn't I dropped off on Legends when we stopped when we said we weren't gonna review it anymore. But I I did watch after uh, the crossover. Yeah. But it's like so many episodes so that I so many episodes that I missed. I'm like, when did we find out that the water chick was her granddaughter? I'm like, I missed all that. Oh, that was an episode. It doesn't matter. Or like at the end of the episode when Damian Dark was talking about how you can bring me back. I'm like, aren't you already back? Like I'm confused. What are you talking about? That B plot was so shit. I don't give a fuck about Vixen. But I'm like, bring him. I'm like, bring me back from where? Aren't you? You're like right here. Unless he's not there, it's just a projection. But then I'm like, but she hugged him. So I'm like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know. I was hoping that Constantine was gonna lift this show up. He a did little a little bit. bit. He did a did little he? bit. Did he, he really? He did. He I enjoyed. Sarah randomly. I enjoyed their dynamic. Spoilers. I guess we just right into spoilers. <laughs> I, randomly I, hooking I, up Sarah. I enjoy seeing him on the show. He was made for that character. It's he a was. shame that he's not again. Even in this episode, he leaves. Spoilers: He leaves by the end of the episode. Like, what the fuck was the point? And apparently, Cole, Captain Cold left. Yeah, he left too. For what I'm like, okay, so what was the point of having of you on both the show? of those? What was the point of having you on the show? 
And then I'm like, the episode before, fucking Firestorm left. Now Constantine is leaving. Now Captain Cold is leaving. I'm I think like, they're writing these things in. Everybody's leaving going. the show. And then I'm like, where's Wally? <laughs> I thought Wally was going to show up at the end of the episode. I'm like, okay, Constantine's leaving. Same. Now Wally's going to come. Then I'm like, oh, Captain Cold is leaving. Now Wally's going to come. Nope. I'm only going to care about Legends when Wally actually shows up. But even then, how they're treating all the characters so far, it's like, he's not going to do shit. Although, I mean, I will, I do like that they're, 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 sh- showing more of the bisexuality of even both Constantine and Sarah. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask you about that because Constantine came right in and immediately hit on Captain Cold. Yeah. He was like, ooh, you're looking good. <laughs> like, hey, handsome. Yeah. Even though I still want, like... I, was, I don't know. I, I rolled in Constantine and Sarah I, fucking, though. Can I get a gay scene? <laughs> wow. No, you're not. <laughs> not a lesbian scene. Not a heterosexual Can I get a gay scene? <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> They're I'm both like, gone, so... Tr- trash. They literally both left, so... Yeah, no. they both left. I'm going to proposed to my husband who i let stay go back to the evil earth and fend for himself he might be dead for all i know it's like i don't know like i, I like yeah the whole sarah and him them fucking i was like okay. but not even just that. i'm just talking about like the, the plot in general of the show now like, the mollusk is like the devil in time kind of yeah, thing he's a fighting. demon or whatever yeah i mean that's interesting i guess but it's it's almost like too little too late i don't care anymore it's like it's an interesting premise for a villain but the show has become so. But I'm also like, but it's a demon. It's a demon that they're fighting. How are they going to fight a magical creature? And your magical character left. <laughs> I don't know. That's another thing. Why do you even leave? I guess because Vixen is magical, but it's like—is she really though? <laughs> not really. Not enough to fight whatever the yeah, fuck. Yeah, not is. enough to fight. Literally a, fight the poltergeist demon. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> like all you do is turn to animals. Like what? That doesn't translate into fighting a magical demon that could possess people and like it's so powerful that he can send you through time and shit he tries to fucking possess sarah and shit it's like okay interesting yeah i guess yeah, i don't I mean, give a fuck about legends <laughs> <laughs> you can hear my voice i'm just like i don't care <laughs> just I everything about legends i don't care like i, I said constantine notes. elevated it a little bit but then he left <laughs> so it's like he elevated just because he's great in that role i like seeing him play that character yeah but like what, how, they always misuse him like he hasn't been handled properly even on his since, own show yeah even on his own show <laughs> so I'm, I, I don't know um, let me see is there anything else I want to talk about in this episode not really they didn't even show like Captain Cold going back to his world or no, he's just like or anything. I'm, he's like I'm out it's like and but, I feel but, even the, but even then, the way they wrote, the way they had him leave, yeah, a you don't feel anything when he leaves. But then it was like no one cares. It's like I'm leaving. All right, later. And then it's also like, what was the point of even bringing him on the show? Because he, it's he not didn't like, do anything. Yeah, he, it's not like he had to come just to have some type of big character moment to like help the other legends. And it's like, nope. okay, now I fulfilled my purpose. Now I'm going to leave. He didn't because that's kind of because that was kind of like what he kind of uh, said he was going to do like he came it's like he's like he said he saw something in the other people that he felt he can help them yeah. overcome or whatever but it's like what was that like i, I thought he was gonna do that for heat wave but they didn't but, even really have a conversation yeah it did nothing he's like all right i'm out but he's like he's hugging him he's like I'm still watching tv it's like oh bye it almost feels like they literally wrote that in because the actor was like i want to do it actually no i don't oh you know what i mean <laughs> it's like it seems pointless very pointless i'm like okay I don't know. And then Constantine's telling Sarah that the other, that, that chick that's part of the Time Bureau wants to fuck her. Have, well, no, that, was, that was Ray. I mean, Ray, yeah. 
Is that how he was helping? <laughs> that was that was his help. <laughs> I could tell she wants to fuck you. Oh no, All no, right, that I'm was out. Captain Cold. I said Ray. I mean, yeah, Captain Cold. Or Citizen Cold. Whatever. Something, but yeah. You, but I mean, I got, vibe. I got that. I got no, I got that when they first fought. Oh, okay, whatever. I was like, yeah, they gonna fuck. Who cares? Who fucking cares? I don't give a fuck about that time bureau chick. No, I don't give a fuck about another chick Sarah's fucking. Like, yeah. what is it? Like, you should me like to care about this? Like, what? Yeah, I mean, she, she, she had Alex. She had the the queen of like Elizabeth or yeah, whatever. The fuck. She, she fucked Constantine this episode. Yeah, she. Had, she I was supposed to be like, oh, isn't that cute? Like, fuck. What the fuck? Who cares? You're wasting my time. Sarah's a, Sarah's a man whore. <laughs> You're wasting my time, legends. Sarah's, right. Sarah's definitely a man whore. Oh, would you rate this episode? I'm not gonna keep until Kid Flash comes back. I'm not gonna keep watching. I'm. Like, I thought he was supposed to come in this episode. No, obviously. Uh, a low passable. Because mm. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I do, you know, yeah, I'm not offended by it. Because I mean, I really, I like Constant. I like Constantine. And I think he made the show better. Yeah. All right. You're. I'll give you that. Low passable. I'm not like, but I didn't like what they did. I didn't like what they did. I didn't like what they did with this episode. That's that's ultimately what it what, what it boiled down to. Yeah, facts. All right, let's get into something actually somehow better, which is surprising. Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> I don't know what his name, but Vegeta falls. Yeah, trash. <laughs> so yeah, th- like the title of the episode says, not burying in lead. Vegeta gets his ass whooped by yeah, Jiren. Trash. But they at least had like. I mean, they, and they they put character and the in thing it. that pissed me off is they did the exact fucking thing I kept complaining about what? in this whole series I was like why does a 17 share his energy with the other characters Vegeta did that shit right before he fell out he's like Kakarot I mean Freeza did that to Goku too remember after his Jiren fight yeah, he gave him he gave him his energy. Yeah, yeah. Or even or uh, and going back to Dragon Ball Z when Frieza was about to die, he gave Frieza I his energy. I told you, artificial energy. No, is fuck that the shit. Same as no, no, energy. they didn't. They didn't <laughs> establish that shit, so it doesn't matter. Facts. I'm not gonna say it's not facts. So I'm, I'm like, saying. they could have been doing this shit the whole fucking tournament. Like Goku and Vegeta could be at full power, and it would take nothing away from Seventeen because he has in an infinite energy. That plot hole aside from the billions. <laughs> What I did like but about no, this as soon as that happened, I was like, "What the fuck?" I told you, artificial energy. Anyway, <laughs> what I did like was the fact that uh, at least when Vegeta fell out, he had strong character moments. But it at seems like Vegeta is the only one that gave character development. I don't get that. Oh yeah, I don't get that. Oh, like they sure. don't give character development nobody else. Even Goku. Like I'm like, could could Goku finally have a moment? Where it's just it's not, funny. He had no flashbacks. Yeah, like, I, I was like, I can, Goku, <laughs> can Goku have a moment where it's just not about him? But he did. And granted, wait, I know technically, and I know technically he's he fighting. Do that. I know technically he's fighting for everybody else. But no, it's like, I mean, like not. End, as, but it's not as strong as Vegeta though. But at the end of the episode, he. But it was it, it was baseless when he did the ham fisted. I do this for Gohan and Frieza, and he's just listing everybody. It's like that, that's so shonen. Like every fucking shonen anime does that shit. So it's like you're not really earning that. And not even not even that. He and was just like he was just like Vegeta's counting on me. Yeah, but he said everybody. They had a, like a montage of everybody's face. Goku's ah, all that bullshit. I'm like, 
No. But that was just them yelling at him. That was not. It wasn't really him thinking about them. It was just he's just hearing their voices. No, Frieza was in that fucking montage. Yeah, fuck them. It was no. stupid. But, but, but that's what pissed me. I was like, why is Frieza? Why are you thinking about Frieza? <laughs> like Frieza's not like I'm on your side. And you notice now he's gone. Yeah. He's gonna be the one that's, that's still in the ring by the end of this. He I'm is calling it. Fucking, I'm Babe Ruth in it. That's number two of my my three stars. The kid prediction. Yes. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, you know, Vegeta loses. At least he has then flashbacks. He, just, he randomly gets the Ultra Instinct again. Yeah. He After should. he goes blue, gets his ass beat, and then of course, in the last possible but, second. But I'm like, I don't understand how Ultra Instinct works because I'm like, it's a new form. So it must take energy and all that other shit. Aren't you drained, bro? <laughs> like, it's a weird. Is it a form or is it a ability? Because I mean, he changes. Like his hair gets bigger, his aura changes, his eyes change, it's his face changes a little bit. I agree with you. So it's not. It's more than just an ability. It's yeah. a form. And apparently, his hair is gonna turn white or something. That's yeah, I saw that his hair. He like so like he mashes it and his hair turns white. Yeah, it's like glowing and shit. Yeah, that's kind of cool. But I mean, I don't know with the power down version, he might just look old as fuck with some gray ass hair, some white hair, like Storm style. <laughs> I think and Vegeta's, all these colors are just Vegeta, Vegeta's way too uptight to get Super Saiyan Ultra um, Instinct. Ultra Instinct. That's fucking stupid. I, I'm mad that it's even Goku doing it, but whatever. It is what it is. It's, it's, always, it's always Goku. Yeah, I know. Toriyama's got the fucking biggest heart on for Goku. But it just. The fact that it comes down to Ultra Instinct versus Jiren. And the fact that these power-ups... The, no, it's ultra, ultra instinct now. Because <laughs> he cause he mastered the punching and the dodging. But it's like... I don't know. It's just it's all taking place in like 10 seconds because these episodes it's, it's take two place minute, yeah, it's a two minute, minute in episode. It's two minutes left. Fuck out of here. Like Vegeta guy's ass beat in the span of 30 seconds. It's like... When he got knocked out, and first of all, it's funny when he got when he got knocked out, and then he was like dangling off the edge by his boot, by his boot, by the back of his yeah, boot? by the back. I'm like, your boot not gonna fall off? How like, is that possible? It's like pulling on your boot, like yeah. your boots just slowly come off. It's weird. It's a say, it's a Saiyan boot. Saiyan boot. It has pride, just like Vegeta. But I'm like, yo, just dangle there for like 30 seconds. Like, you can't just have no. buy time for 30 seconds. This tournament's over. Palma woke him up, <laughs> and he said, "Let me sleep." boss moment though his that's, eye his eye looked just like fucking michael b joiner at the end of creed yeah that's why i said it was a boss moment like shit like that like i like when an anime character like they have no more powers and it's just like balls out fist on fist fighting and it's just like you fight until your face is blooded and bruised and shit so i like how i like how vegeta went out just not that he went out <laughs> yeah i agree and and the whole jiren thing of him being a dick now i don't get it i don't get it at all because it like it completely changes how he started. They don't know how to characterize him. They don't know what they want him to be. They don't know how to characterize anybody. Like I said, the only person that gets character development is fucking Vegeta. <laughs> but at least he has, he's had an arc. You know what I mean? At least he, at least that's him. what I say. The only person that gets character if development no is Vegeta. Else, Goku is him. the same he was back in fucking Dragon Ball. Yeah. As he is all the way now, but Vegeta, like he's different. Oh, Piccolo this. is different. Gohan is different. Yeah. Goku is, and he's the lead. He's the main character. He's, he's the same. <laughs> he should be the most changed. <laughs> exactly. He should be the most changed. And he's not. But actually, yes, he is. He's Super Saiyan Blue Kaioken. His, his hair color is different. Yeah, his <laughs> hair color is different. It's totally different. <laughs> That's the only thing that changed. He goes through all the Power Rangers colors. Now he's going to be. 
<coughs> next episode is gonna be white ranger tiger power <laughs> but yeah but like there are our viewer chimed in i feel like these episodes have been substantially better than what super's been you know what I'm saying? It's just funny because now we're at the end. It's just like we're all jaded and burnt out. But like compared to what this fucking shit was in the beginning of the tournament, mm-hmm. this shit is like way better. But yeah. it's way better is only in Dragon Ball Super standards. Way better is in quotes. Exactly. <laughs> Air quotes. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, no. Read it. <sighs> it's so hard. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> Uh, I would give it a straight passable. Damn you. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, passable. Um, Yeah, that's all I got. Let's get into news of the week. Before we do, though, I do want to just throw out there real quick because I made some interesting Instagram story posts about Black Panther and about another movie we watched recently, The Greatest Showman. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you're trash. I am trash. Jordan liked The Greatest Showman better than Black Panther. Spoiler alert. Pause. I don't. It's not that I like it more. You gave it a perfect vision. I know. So do you? Do you like it as much as as Greatest Showman? Oh no, I like Black Panther better than The Greatest Showman. But they're both a high more than passable. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, but it's for me. It's I think as a musical, I like The Greatest Showman a lot. That's why it's perfect vision. But you know, compared, it's not really comparable to Black Panther. But in terms of what, what can be yeah, compared, in terms of what Black Panther represents, it hits me way more. Especially considering I'm also well, a, that's not even a comparison. But the Great Show was not about anything like that. <laughs> well, yeah, I get that. But I'm terms of like, I'm not talking about. Here, here's, here's I'm not talking about in terms of like. Obviously, it's it's about you know black black. But I'm just talking about in terms of how it makes me feel. Like I feel more from yeah, the greatest showman is a musical. So and and I always say like music, you express your emotions through music better than you can through dialogue. So in some ways, I feel like you can't compare it in that aspect. But I'm just saying for me, I can, like being I can a, in one metric, and the metric is how I felt during the movie experience. And I can say that I enjoyed my movie experience and the greatest showman more. Because it hit me in the feels so many fucking times. But the same could have been said with Black Panther if it actually had moments like No Man's Land or moments like moments like in Creed. Um, like the Rocky scene where you just he has cancer and talks to Michael B. Jordan's character. Mm-hmm. That fucking was that hit me right in the fucking heart in Creed. Black Panther didn't have that. The closest was Killmonger scenes um with his father in that flashback. But I mean in term so just in terms of like how it made me feel and how good I felt leaving the theater, Greatest Showman wins. I can't refute that. But in terms of what it represents, of course my Panther is better than, of course. But it didn't have those poignant emotional moments for me, aside from just, you know, what it represents. But I mean in terms of what, how it resonated with me while watching it. Like there were no tears and I cried everything, but I didn't shed one tear in Black Panther. I wish I did, but I didn't. Because you're, you're racist. Did you? You're racist. I don't cry, so why are you asking you me? You cried in Grand Showman? Yeah, but that's one song. You cried every song. Still, you didn't cry once in Black Panther. I did. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> I was crying in my mind. <laughs> I've talked to like Snooze Machine and them on uh, on Instagram, and they 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 said that there was they did resonate with. So it's all purely on a personal level, but. The, the sad part for me is I have to admit well, yeah, to myself. Well, yeah, because I saw a lot of people saying online, like, there were moments that they cried in this movie. Yeah. I, 
I can't relate to that. I wish I could. Well, like they said, Michael B. Jordan's last line made them cry. No. Sad. Powerful. Poignant in its own way, but not... It didn't hit me emotionally. It was just like, oh, that's deep. You know? It was... That was... It, for me, it wasn't beyond that. I'm like, Michael B. Jordan makes me cry, but in a different way. <laughs> Gross. Um, <laughs> Fuck you. But yeah, I mean, just... He's so hot! <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> but yeah just in terms of for my for my own personal history i have to now live with the fact that on some level i did enjoy greatest showman more than black panther <laughs> so i had to like just just take the fucking mark on my black card it's just it's stamp on it it's <laughs> because you're racist you're the same yeah, he's a fucking you're the, racist you're the, you're the same guy that, you're, the same, is a you're, racist. The, you're the same guy that said black lightning is too black it's I too. Did. It's too black. Actually, it's a fucking lie. I never said that. You said it's too black. <laughs> that is a, too black. That is what me. you say. No, I said it's too black. <laughs> that's the funny part. It's that's a complete lie. It's way too black. <laughs> okay. My hundreds of DMs. <laughs> okay, that's real, but you just twisted that. All right, let's get into uh, Michael News. All my hundreds. <laughs> all my Michael hundreds news. of DMs told me it's too black. <laughs> I hate you. But trailers. Let's talk about uh, the second trailer for Incredibles two. Superheroes are illegal. We want to fight bad guys. I use bad guys. It defines who I am. We're not saying you have... What? Someone on TV said it. I was approached by this tycoon. Wants to talk about hero stuff. Help me bring supers back into the sunlight. We need Elastigirl. Bye, sweetie. I'll watch the kids, no problem. Not the way you're supposed to do it, Dad. They want us to do it. This I don't way. know that way. Why would they change math? No, math is math. Math is math. All over Dusseldorf. Dusseldorf are dozing. Their eyelids so heavy. They're drooping. Mm. Closing! I couldn't have done this if you hadn't taken over so well. I've got to succeed so she can succeed. <laughs> Okay. I called about it. Jack Jack's OP. Jack fuck. Jack's OP. <laughs> yeah, because he is. He's turning into fucking demons and has heat vision and he's fucking has super speed force with the shaking. <laughs> yeah, if he fucking like grew up or when he grows up, he's gonna have like the folks most god. That's what kind of makes me a little disappointed that this movie doesn't take place like maybe ten years in the future. It takes place literally right after the the the, the second one. But it'd be nice if it was like ten years old. Yeah, but what'd you feel about the second trailer? Um, I liked everything I saw. I mean, I know we talked about off air some of the backlash I guess oh yeah there's, there's definitely backlash to this trailer but i mean from what i saw you know it's just it, it's 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 leaning into what the best parts of the incredible one was was the fact that these aren't just superheroes they're superheroes that are also parents mm-hmm. so now that miss incredible is off doing her own thing as a superheroine you know it's now an interesting challenge where and it's a cool flip where in the first movie, it was him that was going out and being a superhero. Yeah, now, now it's, it's her. her. 
and it's now it's him being a, a stay-at-home father and trying to deal with the kids. Um, and I think a lot of the best drama in Incredibles 1 came from that. So I would like to see more of that in the sequel, too. Yeah. Uh, talking about the backlash, for those, for those of you that don't know, since I'm the one that keeps you guys informed, apparently. <laughs> but uh, uh, for the Incredibles trailer, like it's showing that Mrs. Incredible, she's taking, you know, center stage more so being the superhero and you know being the one to fight the crime and all this other stuff and she's more the focus in the trailer and mr incredible's taking a back seat so you got people coming out and saying oh now my you know the incredibles is being taken over by sjw and ruining you know my, my favorite anime franchise by having the woman take center stage and making mr incredible take the back seat oh you're ruining the franchise kind of the same people that said the same shit about star wars and how Ray is in charge, and then you have Holdo leading, 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 or the guy that took out all the women from Star Wars. The forty-five minute cut. It's like wow. It's the same. Yeah, it's the same people. These complaints. It's like, are you that insecure? In Social justice warriors are taking over my franchises. It's forced. You're forcing your femininity on me. You know that voice started sound like in my head. Watch you watch South Park, right? I do. They took her jabs. It's like they took her heroes. Like it's just like that same dude, like an insecure white male. Like that's what it just feels like to me. Yeah, because you know that's who it is. Yeah, it's like what? What is your problem? It's probably like fifteen or something like that. For sure. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully, it might not be. It might be like a thirty-year-old. Because we've all things to complain about. That's such a stupid complaint. But yeah, but I I enjoyed the trailer. I'm I'm excited. Uh, Like I said, I, I wish they were older. But yeah, Incredibles too. Uh, next trailer, second trailer for A Quiet Place dropped. Oh, the horror movie. Yeah, the horror movie. John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. Zachary Levi look alike. <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, Which, yeah, what movie did you think about it? I'm excited. I'm excited for this movie. Like, it looks like it's gonna be dope. I hope it doesn't disappoint me. I really want to know what the monsters look like. <laughs> yeah, I want to know what the monsters look like, but at the same time, I don't. Don't reveal it in the trailer, like because if it's stupid, you ruin it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but even then, like I want to, I want to be surprised. Yeah, like don't show me what they look like. I want to see how the fuck one how this because it seems like it's the whole world's affected. Yeah, it's so it's like how the fuck did this happen? And two, how the fuck did these people survive when they got they gave their kid a fucking toy? Why, why would you give him that word? <laughs> like, sorry, little little Billy. Uh, we live in a post-apocalyptic world with monsters that kill us and, and not, make sound. If that was my if. Especially if that was like if that was me in that world, and I explained to my kids like not to make any noise, and this dumb motherfucker turned on his little fire truck, I would like, yeah, I would like. You saw how John Krasinski's character was running towards his son. Yeah. I would have ran the other way. I'd be like, "Fuck you! You should have known better." <laughs> Bye. I'm out. <laughs> Every man for himself. Yeah, because you saw him look out into the woods like they were coming towards yeah, him. Yeah, you saw it. It's fast. Yeah, that shit is fast. So how the fuck are they I'd living? Like, nope. <laughs> bye <laughs> bye Felicia <laughs> sorry Darwinism son <laughs> yeah, I'm <out>. exactly <laughs> but yeah this trailer looks like I'm ho- I'm hoping this movie's gonna be good cause like it's these first two trailers I'm I'm sold by the by the trailers alone yeah so the trailer oh we didn't rate the uh, Incredibles trailer what would you rate the Incredibles uh, more than passable yeah I would give it more than passable but this trailer I would give it Perfect Vision same so we're too in sync. I don't like it. <laughs> What's going on? It's gonna be me. What the fuck? <laughs> Every little thing I do no. <laughs> no. never seems enough for you. No, I need an adult. You don't want to lose it again. Yes, I do. <laughs> Cause I'm not like this. What the hell? Baby, will you find 
not leave. He's dancing. Need <laughs> <laughs> to love somebody. Guess what? Oh no! <laughs> Got to do it. Come on, Jordan. You like it's to gonna sing? be May. <laughs> you said you want your life to be a Glee musical. Come uh, on. I do. <laughs> you may be hurt. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Well, Black Panther. Black Panther. We're gonna get to the last week's episode where I said talk about your predictions. Well. The numbers are out. Mm-hmm. And guess who won the prediction contest? Oh, the box office? Yes, the box office. I'm happy to say that I did not. I said 170. Yeah. But the actual number is 192. And the rules being closest without going over. <laughs> Dick. I, I didn't go over. <laughs> no, he did not go over. So and what's the, predic- uh, the projection? Huh? What's the projection? The projection was yeah. one. The projection was like a hundred. No, no, no. Like now, it's not. It's not. No, out, the, is it? the number is one. Uh, uh one hundred and ninety-two for the three million. I mean, three million for the three-day three day weekend. Okay, but not the but four days not included. Since tomorrow's President's Day, so it's a four-day weekend. Four-day weekend, two hundred and eighteen. Damn. So, just taking the three-day weekend, Black Panther is now the fifth highest opening box office of of movies. Damn. And somewhere Aquaman is crying. <laughs> yeah, it made the movie, like, Oh God, what am I gonna do? The movie made double what Justice League made, because Justice League only opened at ninety four. It didn't even crack it didn't even crack a hundred million. Pause. So you got the Pause. most iconic superheroes ever <laughs> in a group. In a group. Not even half of Black Panther. Not even half. And even Batman v Superman. My dick is long. <laughs> even Batman v Superman, it trounced their numbers too. Because Batman v Superman was 166. So, be, be real with me here, Michael. Is there any way Aquaman could outdo this? Oh, it's not going to outdo it, but it might, depending on, depending on, I got to see a trailer, but it might come close to like maybe Wonder Woman numbers. A hundred? Yeah, like 103 maybe. Okay, so then no. The answer is no. Oh, no, it's definitely, it's not going to come close to this. <laughs> it's like, kiss the ring, bitch. You're not going to touch me. <laughs> it's not, because I mean, it's, and plus it's Aquaman. It's not like it's fucking Superman or... Hey, man, King of Wakanda, King of Lannis. No, no. <laughs> Who's the bigger king? <laughs> I mean, technically, Aquaman waters a lot. <laughs> but yeah, it even uh, it even beat Avengers Age of Ultron by a million dollars. God damn! But Disney is like, make it rain, bitch. Oh yeah, make the, it the, rain. The top, the top five, with the exception of Jurassic World. What's Infinity War gonna do? Yeah, everything, everything is Disney except the top five is uh, except for Jurassic World. So number one is The Force Awakens with two forty-seven. Number two is uh, Last Jedi with two twenty. Number three is Jurassic World with two hundred eight. Number four is The Avengers, the original, with two hundred seven. And five is Black Panther with 192. Uh, I'll just do the top 10. Six is Age of Ultron with 191. So it only, only it just beat them by a million. Wow. Uh, Civil War is number seven with 179. Uh, Beauty and the Beast is number eight with 174. There's a lot of Marvel movies in this top 10. <laughs> oh, yeah, I said most of it is Disney. Yeah. Iron Man 3 is number nine with 174. And rounding out the 10 uh, is Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, a 169. Harry Potter holding on. He's like, Harry Potter's it. holding on. <laughs> I'm not going to let go. And then number 11. Infinity War is going to knock that shit right out. And then number 11, just because it's there. I said top 10, but just because it's there. Number 11 is BVS. 
166. Oh, poor BVS. Poor BVS. <laughs> it's going to be 12 in a little bit. Do you and think Infinity I, War can be number one? Dark Knight Rises and Dark Knight is uh 12 and 13. What was number one again? Number one is uh The Force Awakens. I don't think it's going to catch The Force Awakens. You don't think so? You no, don't think Infinity War can? No, because you also got to keep in mind, like A is Star Wars, and then B was like the first Star Wars movie since time. the prequels. Yeah. And, and then these ones, the and then these ones seems like it would seem like it was good, but this is ten years in the making. Yeah, it's ten years in the making. I think it's gonna come close. Do you see how I much destroyed the internet? I think it's gonna come close, but I don't think it's gonna pass. I don't think it's gonna pass Star Wars numbers. And that, all right, I'm taking your bet. I'm going. I, I want I to think, be a third star. <laughs> I, think, third I, star think it, I think it's gonna come close, but I don't think it's gonna pass it. I'm gonna say it's gonna pass it. I'm gonna say it's number one, Infinity War number one. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Uh, what else? Black Panther is still breaking records because also not in just in America, but it uh is the highest box office uh opening day in both the UK and in Ireland. So uh, with the Irish, love them some Black Panther and the and the uh and the British. But uh, what to say? Uh, it pulled in two. 0.67 opening day I guess this is I don't know what this fucking symbol is but whatever their money is because it doesn't look like the pounds <laughs> whatever their money is yeah whatever their money is <laughs> I think this is pound symbol I don't know but anyway highest box office in UK and Ireland and also with that continuing with the records Black Panther is uh the highest grossing movie in 33 AMC movie theaters across the country. Okay. It doesn't say which. It doesn't say which AMC. It's, like it's already super high grossing. It's like what, what are you rubbing it in? Like what the fuck? But yes, yeah, spe- <laughs> specific AMC AMC movies. It's their highest grossing movie ever. It doesn't say which AMC theaters, but it just says 33 AMC theaters across the country. <laughs> so it's, it's popping them records. Popping them records. Which is great, which again makes me go, when are we going to get another one? And I'm not talking about Black Panther 2 because we know that's coming, but I'm talking about another movie with a majority black cast that Can't takes wait place. for that cyborg movie, Derp Dirt. <laughs> yeah, there was, a, there was actually an article that said the success of Black Panther might push a cyborg movie forward. And I'm like, I hope not because I, I don't want that. <laughs> give me, me if anything, give me John Stewart Green Lantern, but don't give me fucking cyborg. That's gonna make two dollars. You just Elba. <laughs> you just Elba as John Stewart. Go. Um, he's Heimdall. No, give me. I don't give a fuck. No, man. I want Mahershala Ali. Cottonmouth. Oh, right. Cottonmouth. Yeah, yeah Cottonmouth. Wait, you want Mur- you want Cottonmouth as John Stewart? As John Stewart, yeah. I thought you had pictures. Oh no, else. no, no, not Cottonmouth, not Cottonmouth. Uh, Trevante Rhodes. Yeah, from from Moonlight. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, Trevante <laughs> Rhodes is John Stewart. Okay, we about to fight. I'm like, ew, Cottonmouth. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna work. <laughs> Give me Trevante Rose's John Stewart, preferably shirtless. Preferably. <laughs> the whole the whole movie. Uh, but more Black Panther news, which I don't understand how this is gonna work. But okay, Ed Boon, the creator of uh, both the Mortal Kombat series, the current one, and the writer and creator and director of Injustice Games, has basically teased that he's planning on having Black Panther show up as a guest character in the Injustice 2 games. Random. I don't know how... I was like, 
DC. Wait, let's capitalize. Like what? <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. Like, so what? technically, that'll be the first DC Marvel crossover. It'll be the first DC Marvel crossover in video games. Can't wait to use Black Panther to kick the shit out of everybody in like, DC. Wait, what? A black guy succeeding? Let's let's bring him over here. But you, but wait, you guys are DC. I don't care. Let's do it. Yeah. What the fuck? I'm like, okay. It's gonna be a Catwoman skin. <laughs> it's, it's definitely gonna be a Catwoman skin. <laughs> Cause that's what they do. Like a lot of the or black a cheetah skin. I mean, yeah, a lot of the black characters are just alternative skins. Now they're not gonna do that. They already got a black. They already got Vixen as the cheetah as the alternative cheetah skin. But a lot of yeah, a lot of the black characters are alternative skins, like John Stewart or yeah. fucking Vixen, or the, like, can I get a Valzad skin? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, Martin Freeman uh, came out and confirmed that uh, Everett Ross is gonna be coming back, not just in Black Panther two, but other movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which I'm like, oh, so they're basically making him Coulson now. Now that Coulson's gone. Seems like it. <laughs> yeah. You need a mousy white guy. <laughs> Meanwhile, Clark Grant is sitting there like, hello, darkness, my old friend. Can I come back? No, you're dead. Because he also wasn't he, in space. Even, also even, the the, future. <laughs> even the 10 year anniversary picture that they did, uh, he wasn't in it. But <laughs> you're not canon anymore. <laughs> but he he came out and said he was he was uh, he was at New York Comic Con when they did that picture. Mm. So he's promoting Agents of Shield at New York Comic Con. So he, he could he couldn't be there. But I'm still like they could have they could have pushed that photo shoot back and waited for Coulson. I'm like they rude. So was, yeah, it's looking like Everett Ross is going to be the new Coulson of the universe is going forward. Uh we met. We mentioned this during the uh, Black Panther review, but uh, Ryan Coogler came out because people asked, like, "What's going? Like, how come the Infinity Stone, like the Soul? We thought the Soul Stone was going to be in this movie." Yeah. And so uh, he said, "I love the Infinity Stones as much as any comic book fan. It's just that Wakanda already has has its thing, which is vibranium. So for us, that was special enough. So to throw in something like another True. special thing didn't feel right." It felt like we should stick with our one MacGuffin for the country and explore oh, actually, that. That raises the question. Then why are they in the Infinity War trailer? Why are they going to Wakanda? Hold up. But he said, uh, explore that. Let that be the important thing, because frankly, we didn't need to have another piece like that in the Marvel Studios. Never really was interested in putting the stone there. So yeah. to answer your question. Maybe. <coughs> they didn't necessarily focus on the they didn't focus on the Infinity Stones being in Wakanda, but that doesn't necessarily say the Infinity Stone, the Soul Stone, isn't in Wakanda. Mm. So maybe, maybe they're protecting Vision, who's there. So I was gonna say maybe the Soul Stone is in Wakanda, but they just didn't focus on order in this movie. I don't know from the way it read, it seems like it's just not there as of right now. So like maybe because I'm I'm just saying to answer your question, like why would they why would they go to Wakanda and actually I'm taking back, back I mean maybe I that could explain it if if they didn't take Vision's stone by then why wouldn't you go hey man um I've got a whole country with super advanced technology so if we want to have like a fight with these aliens maybe we should have it there like you know what I mean so it's like of course they go to fucking Wakanda <laughs> it's like the fallback point it's like we're like after the initial attack it's like uh. where do we rally. Destroy, destroy the black man's continent or oh, home. Yeah, it's true. Asgard's going to get destroyed. History, so. history, <laughs> history has its eyes on you. That's Hamilton, which I know you don't know because you're trash. I heard it was good, though. I need to see it. Yeah, I can't get it. I heard it had great songs, too. I can't get, I can't get tickets because it's still sold out. Is it true the soundtrack's amazing? 
The soundtrack is great. Okay. Yeah, I know almost every song. Oh well. But uh, yeah, I said I was gonna bring this up in the in the news, so don't talk about it. But yeah. And today's episode of White People Do the Darndest Shit. <laughs> okay. So yeah, a bunch of white people, because who else would it be, are <laughs> getting on the internet and posting pictures. They're either taking pictures of people bruised and uh, or they're putting on makeup and taking pictures of themselves with like black eyes and stuff like that. And basically posting on the internet saying that they were assaulted by black people going to see Black Panther movies with them black people coming in and say, y'all can't see this movie. This isn't for you. So they're getting assaulted. And it's turning out those stories are not real. They're fake. Oh, yeah. BuzzFeed, Snopes, which is a website that uh, does uh, true or false claims. But yeah, uh, a bunch of other news reports, they basically came out and said these are not real. So don't believe, don't believe them. Cause somebody, cause somebody messaged me on Instagram saying like, did you see this? Like, this is crazy. Like people can't actually be doing this. I'm like, no bro, this isn't actually real. Oh, like, how little faith you have in the pettiness. Yeah, this isn't, this isn't actually real. It's like they did Buzzfeed and a bunch of people came out and did articles on saying this, that is fake. But yeah, these are some of the pictures. Oh, I've seen them. Oh, you saw them? Oh yeah. Like this one specifically? They're pulling them from like a bunch of different things. Yeah, like right, like tragedy accidents, yeah. or like I said, people are put just putting on makeup themselves, mm-hmm. and it's like, why? <laughs> like I don't get it. Don't how how it's, fucking petty are you that you can't just let people enjoy? Not just black people, but because there are white people that are going and enjoying this movie too. So it's like, why even put why parallel, put that out there? Like the back in the day, where like a white woman would just like could or just could cry a foul against some black man for like doing something to her and like without question like, i mean that's kind of still happen. that kind of still happens today like you'll see news reports where like a white guy will put on like a a black mask well, and go like, rob a bank and say oh yeah it was a black person that did it or mm-hmm. or like a black or a guy will shoot him accidentally shoot himself with his own gun and say he was robbed by a black guy or, exactly. or a white woman to say she was raped by a black guy what it ended up being her white boyfriend mm-hmm and this is just an extension of that, I feel like. Yeah. Just now it's just an online version of it. Pretty much. So and fuck it's, people. It's, yeah, <laughs> Basically. It's, it's trash. But I'm I'm glad it like came out immediately that it's like, no, it's not real. Yeah. As opposed to it being like weeks and people believing it and like see, see, see these. That's why we want to call them N words. That's <laughs> why so we want to. <laughs> Cause they're doing shit like this. <sighs> But we're like, not racist though yeah we're not All racist <laughs> like we're that, one people yeah like that Ben Shapiro guy was like Black Panther is more important than the slave trade or getting rid of slavery the Emancipation Proclamation he probably sees like, this why he probably they, sees this story and is like see see why do people take such glee or like such excitement and wanting to pull the wind out of something like this. Like, I, I don't understand why everyone feels the need, by, by everyone I mean white people, why they feel the need to take it down a notch. Like, don't be excited. It's not that big of a deal. Like, you know, all, all that kind of terminology. Like, why? Because equality means oppression, oppression. Yeah. from the other race. That's what it feels like. Yeah, us getting equality is them being oppressed. Yeah. It's like it's like when affirmative action was became law, and then all of a sudden, even though historically affirmative action has helped white women more than it's helped black people, yeah. But because it was designed for us to like help us get a leg up, you got white people in courts all over trying to say, "Oh, look, 
I got I got bigger, higher test scores than them, but reverse racist. Yeah, reverse <laughs> racist. Yeah, but it's like no, it's not. You don't know context. Yeah, <laughs> history. And then on top of that, you don't know what else they're looking at because even colleges they don't just look at your GPA. They look at your extracurricular activities and et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, your GPA might be higher, but what do you cover what, letter was shit, dog? Yeah, your cover letter was shit, or you don't do extra. You're not you're not part of the chess team or yeah. the debate team or whatever. So it's like. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Shut the fuck up. I don't know. It's just it's just madness to me. I've just seen so much of it. or or in the way that when Tiger Woods was really popular, he became not side just- note guys. For the people that love your five hour podcast, looks like we're going on a rant. So it might be a five hour <laughs> podcast. No, no, we're doing good on time. In the same way that when Tiger Woods became really popular, he became less black. Like that's when people start talking about him being like, "Oh no, he's not. He's not black. Yeah, he's, he's actually half, half, he's Asian. half Asian." Like you know what I mean? They they, they would take away. They do the same thing with the Rock. Yeah, and him being half Samoan. What what do they say? No, nah. they were like, "Oh, the Rock." They'll say the Rock doesn't claim his black side or stuff like that. It's like, yeah, he does. Oh wow, he says he's half. That's crazy. He wrote a book about his black father. He talks about his black father, who's a, who's a wrestler. It's like, what are you talking about? It's it's just so crazy. It's like no, you can't have anything. <laughs> That's what it feels like. What it boils I mean, down to at, is look at you what can't they, have anything. <laughs> I mean, look look like, at what look at what they do. Like, with damn, like, can I have something? No, nothing. <laughs> look at what they do with like the gods of Egypt, an African country, and they make them all white except for Chadwick Boseman. But let us have or like one black Norse god who is an alien Norse god. Or like did you see it's like no? Or like did you see uh, Good Morning America where they were they revealed the bust uh, like a head bust of Nefertiti and she was yeah. the whitest looking Egyptian queen ever. And I'm like, what? That's not what. There are statues of what the fuck she looks like. Yeah. Who is this fucking Christina Aguilera looking bitch? Like, who the <laughs> fuck is this? That's not at like we can't like yeah we can't have anything. It's just it's, it's just I don't know I don't know. I I've, I'm so done with the internet as of late. I love it and I hate it. Yeah. I just hate that mentality of like <laughs> we got everything, but if you have a little bit. You can't even have that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but then meanwhile, it's like, why is Black what? Panther so important when we had Catwoman? Yeah, it's so. Come on, man. Like you don't have to see yourself or, remember, to identify remember, with the hero. Remember the Steel movie with Shaquille O'Neal? That was a black superhero. I see people say shit like, There's "Something wrong I'm like, with that you." That was like 1994. Yeah, and then that movie was terrible. Fucking terrible. <laughs> it was a joke. It wasn't fucking. Yeah. I've seen people say shit like Oh you you got Meteor Man and even that like those movies like yeah we had Blank Man you had Meteor Man but it's like those movies weren't taken serious now, those were no. more so comedies where like like Blank Man was not taken seriously he At wasn't all. he was yeah he was what? technically a black superhero but Why he wasn't really a black he wasn't really a black superhero these names should not be in the conversation of a mainstream black superhero yeah and that was a low budget black <laughs> yeah. superhero movie I guarantee you most people don't even know who Blank Man and Meteor Man are <laughs> yeah like Ryan Coogler is the first person to get like a a, a budget of over two hundred million dollars to make a movie of this kind like and then on top of that because. I took a film history course. I talked about black the importance of black film last year and all this other stuff. So I know all this stuff off the top of my head. The first high budget movie with uh where you know an all black cast and where we got you know the ability to do like special effects and all the other stuff in genre movies was Eddie Murphy's Nutty Professor, and that was 1996. Wow, that was the first time we got a movie with like you know 
a bunch of special effects and genre that was a high that was a high budget movie because don't say well what about Kazam with Shaquille O'Neal that that special effects it's like no Black Panther I mean Nutty Professor had a budget behind it. But but kills me though. This is only a handful of examples of these movies. And yeah, that was and one. Are, that was what? Two, yeah, yeah, two like, movies. And you then can throw a dart at any other white equivalent movie, and it's like every other, literally every other example. But like, this is a small handful of these movies to begin with, and even smaller number of actual superhero movies, and then an even smaller number of high budget. Like this is the first. <laughs> yeah, high this is budget, the first. Yeah, like, for this know, type of budget, this, level. Yeah, this is the first. Yeah. And Ava DuVernay is the first. Is the second. But but yet with our a wrinkle in time, but she's also the first black woman to get that type of chance. But yet when you celebrate Black Panther Online, people will act as if like, what are you doing? Yeah, it's what not a big stupid? deal. It's not a big deal. I've, I've seen people say shit like representation doesn't. You have to be something. Something is wrong with you if you can only identify with a character because of their skin color. Yeah, I, it's like how I, I like Black, I like black Panther too, and I'm not black. I'm white. That's great. It's like yeah, no but you got everything. You got everything else. But it's like no, no, no one said you I, couldn't. Like, did you see that? Did you see? I, it was there was a video on YouTube where this guy saw. Uh, he went to the uh, Black Panther. He went to the movies and he came across the Black Panther poster. It was like just all the black people on this. He was like, "Yo, is this what white people feel all the time when they see their movies? Was nothing but them in the movies?" That's actually close to a line from Static Shock where he went to Africa. It was like, "Is this how you feel all the time, Richie? Like normal?" And he's like, "Oh, I guess." And he's like, "It feels great." And it's like that's where we're at with Black Panther. Just for yeah, once, it's, it's like funny <laughs> enough. Funny enough, like me watching Black Panther, I was like, see, this is kind of how I felt when I went to it because I went to a historically black college university, mm-hmm. so it was nothing but black people. I, that was my college experience. So I'm like, yeah, fam, you was Wakanda. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but I'm just like, most people don't get that no. at all. And then even once once I graduated, I'm in the I'm in the rest of the world. Yeah, where there's none of that. No, I don't know. It it just just that mentality kills me. <laughs> it's like there's nothing. We have nothing, but it's like you can't even have that little bit. And if if you do have it, we're gonna strip it away of everything that gives it meaning. Don't make things racial. Always making things racial with the love of Black Panther, you black people. And it's like, bro, the movie itself is a celebration. Well, like of even race. that meme that you posted that Michael B. Jordan liked that I still hate you for, but. Uh, where you posted the pictures of the black kids cosplaying as the black character yeah, representation black, does black matter. panther characters and was like this is why representation matters mm-hmm. and then people res- respond commenting on well you could cosplay whoever you want or like sh- missing the point entirely yeah. just like just from a, a complete narrow viewpoint of ignorance that's what all those comments because somebody from. also said that to me before where i was like because i kind of said i was like i wish there was a a black gay character that I can co- like a good black gay character that I can cosplay as and somebody was just like you can cosplay whoever you want like cosplay one of the white gay characters like no you're missing the point yeah I'll say this and then put a pin in it it's just like I can identify you can identify with anybody I identify with Peter Parker yeah I love Peter to a certain extent I, love, I like Doctor Strange not the movies but the cat, but the yeah. comics the character in the comics exactly but there's something I love Buffy the Vampire Slayer exactly. it's my favorite show I just realized it's my first Buffy reference of the whole podcast oh wow and I'm like yeah, but there you go. But 99.9% of the things that are digestible media, especially mainstream media, like those people don't look like me. Those characters don't, like I might be able to identify with certain aspects of their lives or their friendships or their family dynamics, but like if they don't look like me, there are certain things that they can never relate to me on that I would like to see represented in the characters that I 
And, I, and it's something that like people even say like when you're I'm a like, kid you don't sorry, notice. Sad note. I'm like I'm kind of mad at my. I'm like I almost went because we're at the news section. I'm like I almost went the whole podcast without my Buffy wow, reference. Still on there. Are you I'm failing. It was I'm failing. <laughs> um, I'll switch your thought again. Thank you. <laughs> Just no. to say Buffy, like what the fuck? Yeah, I had to say it again. Uh, <laughs> but no, your uh, representation to go, you can identify with white characters. Peter Parker. Oh, but if they if the characters don't look like me, like there's certain things that I can like I'll never see represented. Like there's a certain aspects of personality that I'll never see represented. Like they their live their their life experiences won't mirror my own and sadly just because of the difference in skin color that's all that comes along talking about things like well when you're a kid it doesn't matter like what the people you look up to their skin color is like that's actually the opposite of the truth it's it's exactly when it matters it matters it matters more it matters more more when you're a kid yeah because then these are the same people that don't walk I haven't walked in those shoes so you've never been that kid when you're playing with your friends and it's like yeah even hey, going back to that fin- be Justice League even going hey, back to Jordan, that final moment you want to be cyborg it's like n- I want to be Superman no Jordan you're cyborg you know what I mean yeah, like, like that's, they, that's what they, they talk on that as Stranger Things he's like I don't want to be I don't want to what is his name Winston oh yeah Winston he's like yeah I don't want to be Winston he's like but you're the black guy yeah and he was like the, the black <laughs> like but it's, but it's like you don't see that like or it's like even that final moment of black panther where the kid came he's like who are you yeah exactly like, it's it's something and, tangible when the person that you admire looks like you because it makes you feel like they did it i can do it that doesn't apply to everything but especially with superheroes it's like they're doing the right thing and they look like me and especially in cases where the character's you know, they might grow up in the hood or they like they might live in the same neighborhood I live in or like oh, they, they might talk the, the way they speak, I do. Yeah, they speak in the same vernacular that you do. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, truth of the matter is, as much as people always push the, oh, we're the same, we're the same, we're not. No, we're, we're not. We're all human, but certain cultures have a different way of speaking. Certain cultures have a different way of interacting I with each other. fucking, we're all the same bullshit. Like, we're all people. It's like, like, yeah, all that, all the people that I'm say- I'm blind to color all bullshit. All that people say, I don't see color. It's like, well, how do you drive your car? fuck that it's like you're the problem just keep yeah. it real like it's it, like no we are different acknowledge our differences but just don't treat us yeah like, respect them yeah respect our differences acknowledge our differences just don't treat us like fucking shit because we're different yeah so yeah like to so the people that are like Yo, you can identify with anybody yeah i could identify with peter parker but when miles morales came around there were things in his personal life like with his father and his mother dynamic they, they completely overlapped with my own life experiences. And that's something that I can never share with Peter Parker. I mean, Miles Morales' as a character doesn't go into, like, you know, like, the hood or anything like that. But that's also not my experiences. So I'm not looking for that. I'm just looking for, like, how you might feel being an Oreo. Like, Peter Parker's never going to have the experience of, like, being in class and being the only black kid in class. And that's a very big part of my life growing up. I was the, almost always the only black kid in the room. And that it affects you so it'd be nice See, I had to, like, the opposite experience most of my education i was it was mostly all black with the exception of my first year of college because i went to a pretty much all no. i pretty much went to an all white my first year i went to a westminster choir college of Ryder university how and it was mostly all white people that was the first time i've had that where i was like not I was surrounded by a bunch of white people. Mm-hmm. Stick with me, kid. And pro. To the, it was. To the, it was to the, <laughs> I blended like a champ. <laughs> it, was, it was to the point where I left that school. I was like, I can't do it. Can't do it. And I went to HBCU. Wow. Yeah. That's not good either. <laughs> no, can't you do it. You should be able to adapt and blend. No, because there was a lot of racist shit that went on at that school. 
Like, that, Welcome that, to my world. My that's friend. why. That's why. I left. <laughs> that's why. That's one of the other reasons why I left. And plus, it was a small. Like when you're the only black friend for most of your life, no much racist shit you hear. Like unintentionally I, racist yeah, I, shit. I couldn't. I can't do it. That's my life. <laughs> Peter Parker never gonna talk about that shit. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. That's that's it. I, I just want to fucking rant for no reason. But fuck people. Bottom line. <laughs> uh, fuck ignorance. But this is for the hood. But lightning's back. <laughs> so uh, Ryan Coogler uh, came out basically saying like out of all of his movies granted he's only done three but out of those three movies that he's done Black Panther has had the most profound effect on him also because of Black Panther was his first time able to uh, he went to Africa for the first time and so with that Creator Creator Black Panther go Creator Black Panther yeah I'm gonna say Creed. I would say Creed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, "Wow, that was the most significant for you, bro." I don't know Creed's pretty great. <laughs> yeah, I like, I like. I get what he means, though. He means because of the representation, what it means for society and shit like that. I get it. I get it. But and the effect that it had on him personally, because yeah. you know, going to Africa and having that experience and stuff that he learned and going into villages, yada yada yada. Yeah. But uh, so because of his experience with Black Panther, he basically has this idea for the next movie that he wants to do. Ooh. And, of course, he's going to team up with Michael B. Jordan again. <laughs> of course. <laughs> four for four. And the movie that he wants to do is about the African king, Mansa Musa, who was also the richest man in history. Whoa. Yeah. So he wants to do another African king movie, which is great because I'm fucking tired of Slate. Like, every time we get movies with it's like a majority black cast and all this other, it's usually always, it's either a biopic or a slave movie. I'm sick of slave movie. Let's do movies about fucking let's go back like let's do Cleopatra movies but not cast fucking Elizabeth Wait, Taylor is it, is and shit is this gonna be like a gritty realistic kind of movie or is it gonna be like King Arthur of, <laughs> of African kings I don't I don't know I don't know how, how it, it's, not, it's not gonna be a documentary no no I just mean like is it gonna be like a fantasy movie or not well it's probably not gonna be magic and shit like that but oh. he, do, he doesn't say what he wants to do but he's, he basically just says uh, you gotta tell you gotta tell these stories and today or in the future, or we can go back even we can go back even further. There's uh, always one period that people want to go back to, but can we go back to uh, Hannibal? I don't know who Hannibal is, or Mansa Musa destroying economies as he traveled. Can we go back to ancient Egyptians? Hmm. So yeah, so he wants to. That's the movie he wants to do next. Okay, Mansa Musa. The, I'm interested. The Ryan richest, Cooler is good. The richest man in history. I'm who's, down. Who is a black man? That's right. <laughs> But if Hollywood has their word, they're gonna be like, um, can we actually cast him as a white guy? Can we make a white man richer? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that defeats the whole purpose. Mm, does it though? <laughs> yeah, like like I remember when Jamie was still on a podcast that I mentioned about the the Asian book. It was yeah. like, can we make the can we make the, the the chick? Can we make her? Can we make her white, please? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's uh -oh. like, um, do you not know what this story is about? If you listen close, you can hear Jamie's cries of outrage still on the wind. <laughs> uh, more cat and some casting news. Uh, Lucy Davis, who played, uh, why is her name blanking on me? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. The, uh, the secretary. I can't think of her name. And Wonder Woman? The yes. Secretary? Uh, Steve Trevor's secretary. I don't fucking know. Her real name? No, her real name is Lucy Davis, but I'm talking about the character. Well, oh, I don't Ms. remember her Potts? name. No, it's not it. No, Miss Potts. What yeah, the fuck? Uh, Beauty and the Beast? Yeah, 
But whatever the character, the secretary from Wonder Woman, I can't think of her name. Lovejoy? I don't know. No. She's been cast to play uh, Aunt Hilda in uh, Sabrina Netflix. Sweet. Uh, series. You're like so not interested in the, You don't want to. I'm interested in this, the dark angle. Until I I'm see interested it. in the dark angle that just the fact that they said they want to make it darker. That alone got, has me interested. It's because I'm not even that hot on Riverdale, so like I'd, I'd have to see it to be like, oh, this is this looks cool. It's racist. <laughs> is it though? <laughs> but yeah, she's been cast as uh as Aunt Hilda, but uh, also uh, which this this makes me go yay. But then the next oh, bit cool, of <laughs> yep, it makes me oh cool, yay. <laughs> but then the next bit of news makes me go oh god damn it. So there was a thing going around on the internet basically saying after the uh, Bumblebee movie that comes out later this year, they're gonna reboot the Transformers franchise and start all over. <laughs> what the fuck is the point? But okay. <laughs> but uh, the producer came out and basically said. Uh, don't believe what you hear. Don't worry about it. So uh, I'm guessing. So I'm guessing that means they're not gonna reboot. Uh, they should though. They definitely should. Was, so whatever. As he clutched his so money, I, bags. I was excited. I was excited, but I'm like, please reboot because this shit is trash. Are you missing the part where he's clutching his money bags? <laughs> yeah, get somebody else besides Michael Bay and let's do the Transformers right. The producer's monocle and top hat popped off with <laughs> excitement as he exclaimed that they would never reboot <laughs> because it makes too much money. But yeah, well, uh, more but more comic book news. Uh, have you ever read the Invincible comics? Yeah, I think we've talked about it before. I fucking love them. They're great. I've never read them, but I need. I guess I it's should. It's fantastic. It's the better Superman story. But uh, Seth Rogen Wait, and is it Invincible or Incorrupt or Incorruptible? You don't even know. <laughs> I think they're, they're they're sister comics. Well, Invincible is written by Ryan Kirk, Robert Kirkman, who's doing The Walking Dead as well. I think they both are Robert Kirkman. I don't know. But uh, Seth Rogen and some guy named Evan Goldberg. I don't know. This is about the super... Did they say what it's about? It's about the superhero that doesn't... Like, the longer he doesn't sleep, the stronger he gets. What, Invincible? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, you're a terrible newsman. <laughs> well, that's not that's not the news. Boy, that's the fucking series. You should know about the series. <laughs> but this well, the series is about the fifteen he's a fifteen year old boy. That's what it's about? Never mind. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking he's, about. Yeah, he's a high school student that's Superman esque. Wait, then that is it. It doesn't mention anything about him not sleeping. It says the but basically Seth Rogen and some guy named Evan Goldsberg, they're basically going to take the comic book Invincible and adapt it into a, make it into a movie. That will be fucking awesome. And yeah, I mean, it says the movie, it says it follows a 15-year-old Mark Grayson, the comic superhero, and the people in his orbit. It starts when he's in high school, and he's the son of a Superman-esque character called Omni-Man, and he develops Never powers. Mind. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I just looked up Invincible, I'm like, this is not at all what I thought it was. Yeah, I'm like, I don't see anything about him not sleeping. <laughs> what the hell am I talking about then? And you're talking about me being a terrible newsman. <laughs> you're terrible at fucking your references. Oh, I am talking about Incorruptible. Oh, I'm talking about incorruptible, irredeemable. Never mind. My bad. But yeah, for for the for those of you that know what Invinci Invincible is, which I don't, they're making that into a movie. But I heard it was great. Like the people that I talked about, it, they said it's a great comic series. So. Yeah, I've also heard that it was great. I guess maybe once, <laughs> if I'm thinking about the right thing. <laughs> yeah, I guess eventually I'll uh, read it, which probably not. <laughs> 
I was supposed to read Black Panther this week to review it, and I didn't. <laughs> You're a terrible black person. <laughs> but speaking of comics, and this being a comic book podcast, and a big thing in comic books are alternate universes and alternate Earths and alternate dimensions. Okay. Let's pull out our what's what's uh his name? Fucking Cisco's Cisco's powers. Let's vibe into Earth three real quick. Okay. <laughs> And enter into That's another the worst sound effect. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. That was the greatest <laughs> sound effect ever. Let's vibe into Earth 3 and talk about another world where something could have possibly happened, which I don't want to have. What? I'm glad it didn't happen. But there could have been a, a strong possibility that Sony could have owned all of the MCU characters for only $25 million. Whoa, they would have been balling on that deal. Yeah. So, and destroyed the MCU so, as so, we knew it. So during the DC to- would be king of the world right now. Yeah, so do- or would they? Yeah, because everything else would be shit too. Yeah, yeah. I everything agree. would be shit. I was, but I was gonna say what but would they be king though? Because their their shit would be still be shit. <laughs> but yeah, so uh back when uh Marvel sold the rights to Spider-Man to Sony. Because so, that's back when Sony was going through bankruptcy. I mean, uh, Marvel. Marvel was going through bankrupt bankruptcy. They were trying to sell off all their properties to Sony. So Captain America, Iron Man, Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. All of it. Doctor Strange for only $25 million. Granted, they uh, Fox would have kept X-Men and uh, Fantastic Four because they already sold those. But they would have Sony would have got everything else. Okay. And Sony just basically said, no, all we want is Spider-Man. Dumbasses. So. You fucked up. They, they definitely did. So, <laughs> I know, great moments of you fucked up history. <laughs> yeah, so only $25 million. Like, the MCU has made billions of dollars. <laughs> like, in just the first two Avengers movies alone, they made two over $2 billion. But to be fair, in the hands of Sony, they would not make in that much money. Of Sony, I mean, maybe, <laughs> it, it, we maybe, maybe. Got to Avengers. Maybe, because the first, I mean, the first three Spider-Man movies made money, and the first two were pretty good. So we might have gotten maybe two movies and like Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> they, might... they would never get to Avengers. <laughs> no, we would have never, we would have never gotten an Avengers movie no. if it was if it was owned by Sony. And if we did get to Avengers, would you really want that Avengers? <laughs> Black cats in it. Silver yeah, Sables Silver in Sables in it. it. <laughs> Electro. We would have we would have Venom doing fucking telekinesis blast. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> this is this is what's all going on in Earth Three right now. <laughs> I don't want to live there. <laughs> the, the MC, the MCU is failing. It's what would even be called the MCU. It'd be called the Sony CU, and it'd be trash. <laughs> Some terrible Cloverfield Paradox universe. <laughs> exactly, and it'd be just like Cloverfield Paradox, and it'd be a disservice to the Cloverfield franchise. I think I would rather our universe with the current MCU plus a Cloverfield monster <laughs> over that other universe. But yeah, only 25, 20, like twenty five million dollars is like nothing. That's nothing. That's nothing. But uh, I mean, Disney wipes his ass with twenty five million dollars this way. But what's his name? Uh, something Landau. He basically like his response for not because they tried to sell it to him. He's like a head producer at Sony, and basically he just came out. He said he said, "quote Nobody gives a shit about any of these other Marvel characters." Whoa! 
And he's and he's like, go back because we only want Spider Man. Lo, lo and behold, everybody gives a shit about these Marvel characters. <laughs> Time makes fools of us all. Yeah, it's, it's cut to please give a shit about Spider Man and take him back so we can have some fucking money, please. Right? <laughs> please help us. <laughs> now, now nobody gives a shit about Spider Man in the Word. hands of Sony. <laughs> so, oh, for those of you that are living on Earth Three, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> Pour now, one out for the Earth Three homies. Yeah, let's pour one out. Let's get let's get out of Earth Three and come back to our world. So, uh, but Jamie's still on the podcast in the Earth Three. Yeah, Jamie is still on the podcast. But you have a robot eye. <laughs> no, on Earth Three, I'm straight. Oh God. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> you painted a horrible world for yourself, I guess. <laughs> No, I must. Be. I love pussy. No, <laughs> every, no. every every week of the podcast. I must be. I must be gay in all iterations. <laughs> I take. A, I take it back. Instead of a Buffy reference, you make a pussy reference every episode. I love. No, pussy. I'm talking about Buffy, Did but I'm talking it? about. I'm talking about how hot Lupita and Yongo is, and instead of me saying Michael B. Jordan, ah. maybe talk about Angel every week. Huh? <laughs> maybe talk about Angel. Yeah, every week. T- I'm talking about. No, I'm talking about Firefly. <laughs> <laughs> every every podcast episode, but uh, yeah. Uh, uh, you know how uh, these third party uh, apps or not apps but people do because you know Netflix doesn't release their numbers Yeah. but these third party people uh, did they basically came out and said what uh, Cloverfield did Okay. and uh, for its first three days it uh, did 2.8 million views and it's saying that over a seven day period it grossed 5 million which is uh, very considerably short of what Bright did because Bright brought in 11 million people. Well, they didn't Bright break all the records and shit. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's why. But I mean, critics. I mean, Bright's a way fucking like better put together movie than Cloverfield Paradox was. But I'm pretty sure they were hoping they did more because I mean, they spent 50 million dollars to buy it from Paramount. Well, that's stupid. Very stupid. <laughs> I mean, it was trash. They should have known it was I'm trash like, when they bought it. I don't think anybody's going to be like, oh, I got to get a next Netflix subscription for a fucking Cloverfield like, Paradox. Do th- wait, do you think it was that way? Do you think it was Netflix trying to get this from them or them trying to give it to Netflix? I mean... Because I feel like they I mean, knew- Netflix paid $50 million for it. Who was it, Paramount? Paramount. Like, Paramount must have known this shit was whack. That's why they gave it away. But you don't but think Netflix, Netflix? But Netflix must have thought, well, maybe this might not do well in theaters, but I'm pretty sure people are going to... Because Cloverfield is a popular franchise, so they're like, oh, well, maybe it'll do well over in our format. And it's like, apparently not. I mean, I don't know. You're comparing it to Will Smith. <laughs> Will Smith pulls in people. I don't think the name Cloverfield Because I mean, not does. even just the numbers, but critic, critic, you know, the critic score is not that good. The critic score is at 18%. Yeah, that too. But I mean, like, but think and I'm about, not gonna mention audience score because who cares? That's yeah, not reliable. Yeah. But the critic score, yeah, the critic score is at 18. percent So it's like, but I mean, Cloverfield in itself isn't even a big franchise. It's not like that name has weight. No, it's not a big franchise. But the first two movies made some money. That's why they're doing. That's why they did more. Yeah, I realize that. But I'm just saying, like, this making some money isn't like a big giant franchise. Like, it's. I think Cloverfield's pretty niche. Are you guys a person on the street? What? Well, that's why. Is? Ne- that's why I'm pretty sure Netflix thought. It'll probably do better on their format since it is niche. Yeah, but then you, I thought you were trying to use that name brand to try and get people to see it. But like the, the people who are trying to see it, it's not that big of a base. 
Five million people. <laughs> I mean, you know, I think Will Smith has more brand recognition than Cloverfield does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's a household. He's a household name. Cloverfield. The fuck. And then the fact that the two movies don't even relate to each other, it's like a bunch of the average person is like, "Wait, those were those movies were in the same universe? What?" <laughs> but moving on, the first uh, poster for Creed Two. Oh yeah, is finally released. They're really doing the Drago thing. And yeah. I've seen it. I've seen oh, it. Oh, you've seen it? I, I, motherfucker, I got you on Creed, all right? Remember no, who, remember who you. told you about no, Creed's no, no. goodness? I only watched Creed because I wanted to watch all the Ryan Coogler movies. You don't cry in shit. Did you cry in Creed? No, I did not cry in Creed. <sighs> but speaking of words, <laughs> I let me get you. <laughs> I, I, I want to uh, do my official ranking now that I saw all the Rocky movies. Okay. And I want you to do yours too. Uh, I would say. Wait, did you watch five? I watched all of them. You watched Rocky Five. I wa- I, let's try this again. I watched all of them. Well, Five is so forgettable. I, feel I like you watched hit- all of them. Yeah. Including Baboa. I watched all of them. <laughs> Why'd you watch Five? Because <laughs> I watched all of them. Okay, all right. So, Rocky Three is my favorite. Three is your favorite. Three is my favorite. Is this including Creed? This is include this all of them. You fucking disgust me already. No. Three is the best I'm one. I'm already disgusted with your number one. Three is the best oh, one. That's disgusting. Three is the What's best one. What's your number two? Clubber, Clubber Lang. Mr. T? Clubber Lang. Right. You know, no, fuck you. You know why you liked it? Because they're running in the fucking beach with their booty shorts and no, shit. No, fuck you. Don't, fuck out of here. Don't demean me. Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, nothing about no. Rocky 3 that is the no, best Rocky. Don't demean me. I have standards. I'm not uh, attracted to fucking Sylvester Stallone uh, or fucking Apollo, the actor, uh, Clarence, whatever fuck his name is. His name. I'm not attracted to either one of them. So don't, All right, so give me the rest of this list, even don't though throw I, my, don't throw I my question your judgment. My no, fuck I you. I question your Rocky the, judgment. No, I post it on Facebook <laughs> and people agree with me, so fuck it. I, I question your judgment. random dummies I, agree with you. No, fuck <laughs> you. I, I question your judgment. People are going to leave reviews on this podcast. Yeah, Michael, he the shit with you. that. He the shit with that Rocky with those Rocky Raiders. I fucking agree no, with Mr. T. No, I'm, I'm leaving this podcast. Fuck you. Hell, I'm gonna go find a job so I could be busy. Shit. Who agree with Mr. No. T? Rocky three was the best one. Ew. Okay. Then going. Rocky four. <laughs> Ivan Drago. If he dies, he Look, dies. I love Rocky four. If he dies, he I dies. I love Rocky four. It's a guilty pleasure. So Rocky four is number two. Creed is number three. <laughs> okay. Then uh Balboa. Okay. Rocky 2, Rocky 1, and then Rocky 5 is last because it's just last, but I didn't like that movie at all. That's fucking ridiculous, dude. No, fuck you. My rating is my rating is perfect. Okay. It's number 1 is Creed. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? No. What the fuck? No. Rocky 3. This fucking robot and bullshit, poly bullshit. Yes. No. I want a robot. <laughs> it was so detached from what Rocky was by Rocky Three. No, the home. It the, was the most the, soulless at Rocky no, Three. Apollo Creed well, no, coming okay, to five tra- was most soulless. Apollo Creed <laughs> coming back to train him and him having a like, no. Rocky Three was the best. It's one. Mr. And then T. Lang, and then Club- <laughs> exactly. He was, great, he was a great villain. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. Shut he the was, fuck up. He was a one-dimensional no. villain. He was good. He uh, knocked him the fuck out. The best part of three, though, was at the end with the the 
the last round. And you don't know who wins. Ding ding. Oh, I didn't hear no bell. Ding ding. I like that scene. Rocky three is the best one. It's not. Yes, it is. Um. Okay. Creed. Then Balboa. Then Rocky four because a guilty pleasure because <laughs> I'm 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 trash. Uh. Then two. Then three. Then one. Then five. Three is like almost at the bottom. Like it's not at the bottom. And it might be. It's a guilty pleasure in terms of no, Rocky movies too. You're trash. So it's comparable to one me with me to the extent, but it's it is not number one. It's, it's not, number one. Yes, it is. It is. Not. Yes, it is. You're trash. Oh man, I'm almost mad that you watched the Rocky series. <laughs> I would have rather you not watch it. No, <laughs> three is the best one. It's not. It's the eye of the tiger. Whatever. Come on, man. Yeah. Tree where he he was running with his fucking Philly dudes in the motor on the mopeds, raising they, it up to Rocky. They took that from what was it? Rocky, Rocky had the most heart. I mean, uh, not Rocky. What? Uh, Creed had most heart. Rocky three. No, there was no heart in Rocky three. Yes, it was. <laughs> when. The whole training sequence nope. with Apollo Creed and Rocky and him having to get his, his fight back. What is the that heart? Was heart. The, the montage with him the getting, song? Him having to get his fight back. The song? Adrian! I did it! That was Rocky 1, though, but still. The fact that you have no reasons is proven. <laughs> that whole movie was, the whole movie was heart. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yes, it was. <laughs> I love Rocky. <laughs> now, fuck you. Rocky 3 is the best yeah. one. Oh, yes, I, it is. Yes, I, it is. I, I wish you didn't watch it. <laughs> you took a shit all over it. No, I didn't. You're taking a shit. <laughs> Creed is number three on the list. Okay. Oh, Creed. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck you. I'm not the only one that feels this way. Anyway. <laughs> they could be wrong, too. <laughs> no, they're not. You're, you're wrong. Okay. Just like Black Lightning is the blackish too black. Just didn't say that. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> Moving the fuck on. <laughs> Rocky three. Anyway, <laughs> he's like last word. <laughs> uh, have you ever watched the anime called Sword Art Online? Uh, a little bit. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's notoriously hated. Uh, it's getting a live action version. Oh, hooray. And I don't know what the fuck is going on with Netflix and wanting to increase their anime selections, but it's going to anime. Wait, wait, is it live? I mean, I said it's going to anime. It's going to <laughs> Netflix. It's going to be a live action okay, version right, okay. going to Netflix. Okay. And they're saying that they, of course, they're going to say... Uh, wait, the Full Metal thing out? Full Metal comes out next week. Oh, okay. I'm or this week. No, today's Sunday. It comes out this week. Oh, snap. All right, cool. Uh... Wait, I think it might be out already. I think it came out on the Oh, 7th. who knows now? <laughs> I, think it, I think it came out today, the 19th. Hold on, let me look it up real quick. So maybe we could review that next week. Even though I don't know what the fuck Full Metal is about, so I'm not, I'm not going to have any pre- frame of reference. This is the episode that Jamie should be, that episode, because since that's her favorite anime, February, what day? February 19th. Yeah, it came out today. Wow. Okay, cool. But yeah, Sword Art is getting a live action version on Netflix. So, hooray! Yeah, if you're fans of that, is it live action American or live action Japanese? Uh, like I don't think there's a movie. It said it just says the two leads will be played by Asian actors. 
Mm. That means everybody else is going to be white. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's a start if that's even the case. So I guess. But uh, speaking of things going to TV as well, Wonder Woman just premiered on uh, HBO and it's got its, the highest ratings for the pr- a premiere of a movie ever. Nice. So Wonder Woman's still breaking records. Wonder Woman. So that is, that is great. That is great for Wonder Woman. Uh, more on the this show that I don't care about unless it's all black women. <laughs> but Charmed oh, has God. cast the Charmed reboot. is officially now it's, now it's in the works because they cast their first person okay. in the show. And his name is Sir Darius Blaine. Not even a fucking Charmed? <laughs> no, not a charm, not a charmed one. What the fuck? Okay, this is what he looks like. So I'm like, okay, oh, black guy. Yeah, I was like, okay, he's a black guy. So I'm like, if it's a cast of all black women, I'm in. I'm in for this show. That would be nice. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be. Maybe now it will be with Black Panther success. <laughs> he's like, no, <laughs> we're not gonna get another. We're not gonna get another one till like 2053. <laughs> it's, it's the same thing with like I kind of feel like about Obama. I'm like, okay, we got our first black president. I when, think Trump's gonna give us a second black. President. I'm like, when's the next time? But who's gonna run? I don't know anybody. Exactly. So I'm like, I'm like, who's who's gonna be the next? One? Are we gonna get another one a hundred years from now, fifty years from now? Is it gonna be after Trump? I mean, it's not like I knew who Obama was before Obama ran. Maybe who knows? But yeah, uh, this guy Sir Darius Blaine has been cast, so that makes it official that the show is coming because they they actually cast somebody. So cool. I'm like, like I need to see who the charmed ones are. If, if I see, a, if I see a, if I don't see any melanin, I'm not watching. <laughs> but uh, also, I, I asked you this before the podcast. But did you watch Bleach? Yes. Well, their uh, main animator, Hiroki Takaki. I know I'm butchering this shit. Oh, okay. But he just recently passed away. So I don't know who that is. He's the main. He's the animator of Bleach. You said you watch it, so he's I the creator. He's the creator. Okay. I mean, he's not the creator. He's the animator. Whatever. Same thing. <laughs> if you animate, you create. Like the, the creator is like Kubo or something. He was the he was the director, animation director. Oh, poor guy. So yeah, whatever. Okay. Anyway, winding down. Uh, I think that was winding down. That was huh? barely news. <laughs> you watch Ble- you watch Ble- you watch like, Bleach. Who was that for me? <laughs> yeah, that was for you. <laughs> Thank you. I guess I don't watch Bleach. Even I don't know who the fuck that is. Whatever, that's your best friend. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> but uh, CW is uh, saying that starting next year, they want to expand their nights in terms of new content. Okay. And uh, going into Sunday as well. Because, you know, it's always Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday and Sunday, it's just nothing. But they're saying now they want to add new stuff on Sunday. Sunday. So maybe that includes another superhero show. Maybe that doesn't, because I mean, you think about all the stuff that they're trying to add on there, like Charmed, and now they got Black Lightning coming. There's talk that they might want to bring Constantine back. So now they're now they're adding an extra day. They better not boot Black Lightning this Sunday. That's all I fucking know. <laughs> they gotta move Supergirl to Sunday. <laughs> uh. But they're saying definitely the Flash is gonna stay on Tuesdays. Yeah, our money maker. We're not gonna move that one. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Supernatural and Arrow are gonna stay on Thursdays. Hooray. But in terms of everything else, they don't know where the other shows are going to line up, but they're going to add this extra day so they can have more content okay. for the for their for their universe. Cool, cool. So I'm wondering what that's going to be. Give me Static Shock Superhero Static Shock. Whoop, whoop. Whoop. 
Well, so, uh, there's a rumor going around, which I hope this is true because I'm fucking sick of their games, but that uh, Lucasfilm is going to take the Star Wars franchise away from EA okay, and give it to either Ubisoft or Activision. I hope it actually goes to Ubisoft because, you know, the Assassin's Creed, like they, they make good stuff. Yeah. And I'm sick of like, I don't like the Battlefront games and all <coughs> All the bullshit that they keep making at EA. I want more games like fucking The Force Unleashed. I know you do, you <laughs> fan fiction motherfucker. <laughs> no, I want more. I, I think everyone knows that after our last Jedi review. No, but in terms, but in terms, but in terms of video <laughs> games, like fuck, fuck, fuck Battlefront. No, I feel you. I feel you. I want like story-based driven RPGs, Jedi fucking epic yeah games not so yeah and then and like i said ubisoft makes good games i don't know what the last activision game i think this new spider-man game is activision i don't know mm. i could be making that up but i hope the rumor is true anyway final bit of news and i purposely said i was going to end on this because it's jordan's favorite topic oh hooray i love when you say those things <laughs> <laughs> but the uh silver and black movie oh god how is it still a movie has now uh, gotten uh, the Captain Marvel writer what? to do uh, the latest, the final draft of the script. Somebody's trying to destroy so the, the script. Before even so start. the script, the script is basically done. Now they just got to do the final draft. Uh, Lindsay Bear, who did Chaos Walking, I don't know what that is. She's teaming up with Geneva Robertson Durrett, who's Cap, who's uh, did Cap, who's doing Captain Marvel and uh, Tomb Raider, and they're gonna do the, they're gonna make the final, you know, bring the bring the the, the current script together for a final draft for the director Gina Prince Blythewood. All I heard was blah blah blah. This is gonna be shit. Blah blah. <laughs> like I don't understand why. No, this is you're funny, you're, you're you're excited. I don't know why you're. No, I'm not. You're, I don't <laughs> know why you're pretending that you're not excited about the silver and black movie. It's gonna be like, it's gonna break fucking Black Panther's record because it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> How dare you blaspheme <laughs> Black Panther in that way? Like the, oh, after the Venom trailer too, it's like oh, I'm definitely not. The theme song is gonna be a. Hey, Black cat and silver sable. We're two women and we're able. Cause we're silver and sable. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. Yes. I hate That's you. That's gonna be a theme song. No, it's not. This <laughs> is for the street. Silver sable and black cat is back. Oh, why are you taking that for black lightning? You can't have nothing. You're, you're proving that right now. I mean, <laughs> we can't have Egyptian gods either. So, so. Oh, disgusting. Whatever, Sony. Just. Both of these movies are going to fail. Venom is going to fail, and Silver and Black are going to fail. I just want Kevin Feige to be like, just put it down. Just put it down. Yeah, just, just, put, just, just, just stop. Just, just stop. <laughs> Who took the cookies from the cookie jar? Sony? <laughs> Not me. Like, I just give you so much respect for Kevin Feige and what he's doing with the MCU, because nobody else can do it right. Like, every other, almost every other cinematic universe is like an aborted deformed version of what the MCU is. Yeah. Like they all like just either die from like oh, they the start first off, movie. They start off strong and then they falter somewhere. And that's not to say every single Marvel movie has what been... What the fuck is started off strong? Other than, did you, Man of Steel? Did you like, like Man of Steel? No, the, the, the X-Men movie. Like the X-Men movies. They started strong and then oh, they... Oh yeah, I guess there's a cinematic universe. They slowly faltered. Yeah. The Spider-Man movies started strong. See, I don't even count the X-Men movies. 
they're, they're always like just in trilogies or like spinoff. But it's their own universe. Wolverine movies. It's their own universe. Yeah, I, I mean, either you, even the Wolverine movies counts as part of that universe. But, but you know what I mean in terms of like individual characters coming together. The X-Men movies aren't really like that. No. Yeah. So like I'm DC, still wait, I'm still waiting Dark for my, Universe. I'm still waiting for my Storm movie. Oh, wow. Remember how Ghostbusters was going to start a universe? Remember how fucking uh, Dark Universe is supposed to start a universe? Well, I'm, I, I'm, the I'm the even, mommy? Even, even less notable things like King's, King Arthur was going to be seven movies. Remember that? Oh, it was supposed to be seven movies? It was going to be a movie for each of the Knights of the Round Table. Oh, well, I guess not. Oh, I guess it doesn't make sense. Isn't it 12 Knights of the Round Table? So I guess just seven of them? <laughs> I mean, Fantastic stupid. Beast is supposed to be getting seven movies. Yeah, Which we'll see. I don't care. I don't care. Nah, I don't care either. <laughs> Unless it's Dumbledore is the main character. <laughs> but yeah, I just want to apologize. To yo, yo, please. Stop. I want to see Fantastic Beast, but not with what's his name? Newt Scamander. Oh yeah, I want to see Fantastic Beast, but not with Newt Scamander. Give me Dumbledore and Black Panther. It's like you didn't even have a rhyme, so you just chose something that would fit, but it didn't make sense. I want to see Dumbledore, and I want him to be a whore. I want what? him to suck man dick and do Expelliarmus tricks. I hate you. <laughs> this is the worst episode of Purpose. No, this is the best, best episode. Whoa! <laughs> ladies no, and gents, this is week. the <laughs> ladies and gents. This is the moment you waited for. Nope. You wanted Michael to rap and show him he could wait and show no. you he could do more. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my God. You are such a hater. I didn't know this, Jordan. I didn't know this about you. I'm a hater because you're we friends for like two and a half years and I didn't know you were such a hater. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I've been too down this episode. I want to apologize to anybody that was listening to me. I was like, man, Jordan's so down this week. I've had a hard week. <laughs> 2018's been hard. Yo, yo, you got to apologize for Jordan because he had a loss. His cat died and he went up to horse. What did that mean? <laughs> like, he pointed up. Yeah. Like, horse was horse. something. What yes. is that? That's the cat heaven. No. Yes, it is. You're just making up words. <laughs> Look it up. No, you, you're you're fired. You're fired from ever rapping again in life. You brought shame to this Black Panther episode. Shame. <laughs> ding ding ding. Shame, Michael. All right. Hoss is cat heaven. Oh, that's terrible. Oh fuck! I didn't read emails. But it's late. Oh, it's emails. Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. This time. Remind me at the start of next week's episode. You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> Somebody leave a review and say, don't forget to read the email. I thought your mind was a trap. <laughs> what yes. It's a trap of forgetfulness. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, guys. That's been Blurred Vision for the week. <laughs> yo, yo. Blurred Vision is ending. It's time to go home. Don't bring your chickens because we got to roam. <laughs> No, you, they're making less sense every time. This is with Jordan. That guy, Michael, I guess. <laughs> See you next week. It's Black Gay Comic Geek, and it's the end of the news. Don't be sad, because this isn't the blues. <laughs> ah, I quit. I quit. Bye. <laughs> Oh
From now on, oh, okay. <laughs> these eyes will not be blinded by the lights. From now on, right. what's waited till tomorrow starts, starts tonight. tonight? It starts tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna stop. Stop. Stop, Michael. <laughs> All right. Make some noise. I hate you. <laughs>